Welcome to Recently Logged, where this week we're talking all things 2022. I like that. I think that's good. Yeah, yeah. all things 2022. Well, not all things. We're talking news, we're talking (laughs) games, we're talking books. Our first political episode. (laughs) Finally, you get to to hear our stark and thrilling political commentary. (laughs) Let's let's not. (laughs) Um, Also, uh, if you are watching on a podcasting platform that supports video, you you can see us right now, hopefully. I don't think I've ever actually watched a video podcast. I've uploaded a few, but never I've never actually seen one. So I don't know how they work. I mean, I've but... watched them on YouTube. I've yeah. Anchor, Anchor's online. video podcasts look pretty good. So who knows? Maybe maybe for our listeners on Spotify, you'll be able to see us. Who knows? Can, does Spotify do video? Yeah, they do, they do video now. Hmm. But we're getting off track. <laughs> um, all right, let's get we're doing started. This, we're doing this as a live episode, started. and we're going to talk about all of the movies from 2022 uh that were like that that we watched in 2022 <laughs> if that makes sense <laughs> so yeah we're, we're gonna kick it off because we got a lot of movies to talk about a lot, a of, lot movies, of ground lot at of least movies. like i think like at least 70 movies it's, yeah yeah at least 70 for me so so <laughs> let's see how it goes all right no short films are we cut out those short films oh yeah i can what, I can you, what, are, you, what, are, you, what are you doing um, what are you, what are you well, doing? I just thought if there you're was like tear, something you're, interesting, you're tearing me apart. Here. If there was something interesting me to apart. talk about, get those short films out of here. All right, all right, <laughs> all right. So we're we're kicking it off. Yeah, we're kicking it off. Earliest movie that you watched that we watched, or well, that both of us watched. Well, what was that? What, that? what it's was a, that? It's a Doctor Who special. Well, talk talk about it. Review twenty twenty two. Give the briefest <laughs> oh, thoughts in the world. You didn't even write it. Um. Yeah, I didn't write this because it's not like a feature film or anything. Eve of the Daleks. It's Doctor Who. Eve of the Daleks. It's part of the uh, Jodie Whittaker Doctor Who run. I watched it on Discord with good friend of the podcast Luke. Wow. Um. It was weird. It was fine. Whatever. Who cares? It's new Doctor. It's it's the Jodie Whittaker Doctor Who. It's it's not like awful but it's not really all that fun either so yeah uh but yeah i I didn't rate it so far in all of my experience with doctor (laughs) who not not a ton of experience but we have watched a couple of the doctors all the way through yeah um in my experience with doctor who the older the better Mm. which is a hot take that is like, a, that is a bit of a hot take are you saying that david Tennant's still probably my favorite doctor i was about to say are you second saying to that, that is the first doctor. The, the, the frail old man the doctor. frail the frail old man and the bad special effects in black and white that i, is, that I is do really i really doctor. love the first doctor it's he's a really so much fun. fun he's so sweet um, yes <laughs> Ravi didn't even rate it Kicking off our actual year. Actual year. The first movie, the earliest release earliest that we watched. 2022 release. 2022 was Deadware. Deadware. Uh, directed by Isaac Rodriguez. Okay, quick sidebar about Isaac Rodriguez. He has become one of my favorite, like, independent directors. And he makes, like, just really low-budget horror movies. Yeah, like, very, They're like, so impressively low-budget horror movies. <laughs> this thing, This thing is acted terribly but they have oh, no budget hold on well i wouldn't say terribly <laughs> i think deadware is not his best it's not his best i watched like five of his films this year this was the first one i saw of his um i think the stream is his best one but we'll, i think that was this year it might have been last year um but deadware it features not as good of performances but i think they are just as entertaining as st- the stream is. no this is this is like it seems like it would be terrible looking at <laughs> it. It really even does. has a bad average. Well, I mean, it's not a bad average no, on Letterboxd, but if you look at it, it's not most, a good average. A little swing of ratings, yeah. it's not good. Um, 
but like there's some charm about it's this. got a real charm to it's it got, it's like, undeniable it's really got that like 90s computer <laughs> game aesthetic with yeah. the game that they yeah. play and it's just there's something about it there's that's like watching it. like like watching a youtube video like an yeah. old youtube video that's what it's like um, it's it's just captivating i don't know and, why and it's fun it's kind of it's a little spooky <laughs> Haley just said uh micah this was acted terribly robbie the audacity of this man <laughs> it's not very it's good acting i have to say uh but you know like it's still entertaining acting so maybe it is good what do i know <laughs> <laughs> I, I i would argue that it's good for what it is like but no honestly. like i i rated it i gave it a three and a half i think it's a genuinely great I gave it a three and a half this honestly thing, if if it stuck its landing, like if yeah. it had a bit more of a solid like end, I honestly think it would be like a, a certified great horror movie. You know, Robbie. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, it, it, it's like it like it's campy enough. <laughs> it's campy. It's interestingly, enough. it's interesting enough. It's got a unique aesthetic. It's yeah. doing something fun. It just doesn't fully like the, the plot. Isn't it doesn't. Quite it, that. Yeah, no, the plot stuff doesn't come together quite like I wanted to. But <laughs> of the of Isaac Rodriguez's films and of independent horror, this is probably one of the best ones I've yeah, seen this, this year. This thing, this thing was made with probably like a budget of like twelve dollars <laughs> and a dream. So <laughs> I, you know, I'll I'll respect to Isaac Rodriguez if you want to collaborate on a film with me. I will be in your film. <laughs> I I genuinely really enjoyed it. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was its great. budget was estimated to be ten thousand hey, dollars, which is that's which is small. That's low, man. It's not like you know. Obviously, they probably raised money for it. Oh but yeah, like it's it's small. <laughs> but yeah, definitely a recommendation for me. I loved I loved Deadware. Um, I gave it a four out of five. Three and a half out of five. Very nice. Very nice. Very um, nice. Oh, I, I had another um, Isaac Carter well, so, guess. Well, but... I was just looking to see because I, oh, I needed oh, to yeah. see the timeline here. Yes, Robbie. yes. Because <laughs> right. we both have two films up to up to that. Um, For those who can't see, we're just looking at our letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, I'll uh, do you want me to do mine? Now? Yeah, good. We'll just go, go back and forth here. Uh, so, up next of the early films of 2022, <laughs> I watched the hit movie. The three five five by Simon Kinberg. Um, <laughs> Haley just said twelve dollars in a dream. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I like this thing. This thing is is not good. The three five five. Not only that, but it's like one of those. It's one of those movies that's like, like no. Put this. It's one of those movies <laughs> that's oh, no. like that's like specifically supposed to be like an empowering like women movie, which I you know yes. obviously is a great good. thing. There's actually some but really like, good like empowering this, women movies this, this year. This is the weirdest say. story to do that with. <laughs> Isn't it like a political Half thriller? The, yes, it's a political thriller. Half of these women aren't even good people. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like it's weird. Ouch. None of the characters are very likable. They're all murderers. Oh, They're dang. all like I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy here. I know a lot of people would like say the same thing about like if it was guys, it would be different. But I just think it's weird because it was not a good movie. A um, bad movie. Even. You could you could you could make it about guys or girls, and it would not be good. Um, yes. This was. It's not well directed. It's not well written. It's very boring. The the women all give. I really like the actresses. They give good. I was about to say Jessica Chastain. She's good. Jessica man. Chastain. Uh, Penelope Cruz, like I, Penelope I like I like the actresses in this a lot, and they give good performances. But the script and the writing of their characters made me actively dislike all of the characters. So, mm. yeah, 
It's very forgettable. I gave it a 2 out of 5. Apparently not actively bad, though. I gave it a 2 out of 5. <laughs> well, I guess a little actively bad. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I'll talk about this. I didn't watch it, like, directly afterwards, but I did watch another Isaac Rodriguez we're doing, film. We're doing in release order yeah, in release of the order. year, yeah, not in timeline order. Um, it's called The Last Radio Call. It is a found footage film as a lot of a lot of his movies are um just because the lo-fi aesthetic is a lot cheaper to produce yeah low budget horror found footage is the way to go um yeah it opens with like an absolute i I honestly actually think a really phenomenal like body cam horror sequence and actually ends with a really great body cam horror sequence but all the stuff in the middle is kind of bad (laughs) um so i have fun i definitely have fun while i'm watching it but like the the middle stuff the plot isn't nearly like interesting enough to hold your attention and the cinematic stuff isn't nearly interesting enough to hold my attention so I end up getting really bored for about forty minutes does in the it, middle. Does, doesn't have a, it doesn't have the gimmick of deadware. <laughs> but, but no, it doesn't. Um, but I really loved the finale of this. So if that sounds interesting, go watch the last. Video I was about call. to say the deadware video. The video game part of deadware carries a lot of like the plot. It's of so deadware. funny. <laughs> I love the video game from Deadware. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I gave it a three out of five. Not bad, but not um, nearly as good as Deadware, unfortunately. Next, I watched The King's Daughter. <laughs> um, Which is it like a 2011? 2014, 2014 movie. It's a 2014 movie <laughs> that that was stuck in, in production hell for for how many years is that? That's like that's like that's eight, eight years. years. That's eight, eight years. Eight years. Dude. This thing did not come out, that's and crazy. it would kind of be at home in 2014. But even then, it wouldn't be a good 2014 movie. <laughs> um, like it's like even if it was on time. I think I think I put this as the <sighs> worst movie I, of 2022. I think probably. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Yikes. I could not stand this thing. Uh, like literally. I give it a one and a half. The performances are really bad. The writing is really, really 2014 writing. Oof. Like, not you, good. You don't, yeah, like, there's like, Lego Movie 2014. No, this is guy. like like. Wasn't Fury Road 2014? This is, yeah. I, I don't remember. Yeah. This is like, you know, like uh, I can't think. Like fantasy rom com walmart mom book right walmart mom book <laughs> uh from 2014 <laughs> this is this thing is this thing is this thing is like yeah it's like a fanfic oh, kind man. of writing that's there's good fanfic out there but the performances are bad it it feels like I, I don't know it's just bad it's really bad it's just bad none of the womp, it, it, it's budget like like the shot the the quality of the effects are bad the quality of the writing is bad. I watched the performances are bad. I think I watched two scenes from it, and I went back downstairs because <laughs> I was like, "I'm not watching anymore." It's bad. It was, man. Ugh. I feel bad for it because right? it was stuck. Imagine was... making a movie and then just it's yeah. like stuck. You can't. It's like, not released yet. Like I may call, I may call a movie bad, but I it still sucked. like that. Still sucks. That sucks yeah. for anyone because making a movie isn't an easy thing. Nope. And putting in that much work and then it getting stuck in production for eight years. That's crazy. To Post come out, production, man. To come out to to an audience that just isn't there for it. Right. No. No. No one was. No one was asking for this in 2022. <laughs> um, but yeah. Interesting, interesting yeah, film. Give it, it a one and a half. All right. Um, and then uh, we watched a little, a little ditty. A little ditty. <laughs> known as um, The House. It is a Netflix animated film. Stop motion, too. Stop motion, yes. Not the only Netflix stop motion film from this year. 
It's like the, mm-hmm. there's like three of them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's The House. Uh, it is a anthology horror film. Yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. We did, we did, did we do an episode on yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Did we? I thought so. I don't think we We've did. talked about it on the podcast. I know we though. talked about it for quite a while because it was like one of the first films we watched this year, but I don't think maybe, we actually did yeah, Maybe we just did like a thing of a bob. That's season three, dude. Who knows where the season's <laughs> stop and end. <laughs> They're labeled. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't we, think we did. I, I, I feel like we, we talked about it a lot. But, we did. But it's very interesting. It's a great film, um, I think. Uh, like the problem with most <laughs> anthology films they kind of come out swinging. They do. And then it kind of triples. I don't, I don't know why everyone puts like their weakest <laughs> of the anthology at the end. No, okay. I think thematically the one that they end on makes a little yeah, bit of, a little yeah. bit more sense than any of the other ones. It would have been really weird to end on the bug one. It would have been really weird to end on the house one. I think it's a good decision to end on the cat one, but like I don't know. I, I agree with some of the criticisms I've heard. I've heard about this though, especially yeah. with the fact that like it doesn't really center th- around the house as much as you would think. Right. I I mean it's like, all it's all about like they're all at home the house stuff in a way. Like but like the real estate thing, like that's a completely different thing thematically. Yeah. Like I don't like, know. Like it it's hops strange. around a little bit, but it connects. Like, I each, like it. each individual segment still has its very like pretty darn good merits in each. Yeah. I enjoy each segment. Yeah. Um, my favorite segment's still probably the real estate one. Oh, easily. Um, easily. It's so much fun. <laughs> There's a and, musical bug dance number. And I think it's the only one that actually really taps into anything kind of almost vaguely sinister feeling, which I wanted so them. scary, Which I wanted, uh, I wanted them to it's do so more scary. of. I don't know why there, there's something scary about the real estate mouse it's so i don't know there's something about the the like bug stuff it's so unnerving like, like i said i think it taps into to kind of what they were going for the whole time yeah of it just being like sinister yeah the house is supposed to be sinister you get a little bit of that in the first one the house the first segment like with the parents and everything like where they spoilers turn into furniture <laughs> at the end um like it's cool like i really like that um but it doesn't really feel all that sinister it feels more whimsical almost it's, but like in a scary way yeah it's weird too because you have you have like that guy introduced in the beginning and you think that like oh that's gonna be like the guy who appears guy. in all the different shorts <laughs> causing problems with the house but then he never comes he back. Doesn't come back um yeah, so it's a little discombobulated, and then you have two things that are kind of sinister towards the house, and then the last one where the house is like a communal thing, but yet they're holding on to it, so she has to like it's, let go. It's very strange. Very different framing very of the house itself. Yeah, I was about to say, the, the last one isn't even really all that horror. It's really just kind of a drama. Yeah. That's just, like a fantasy drama. Like a, like a drama... <laughs> about like letting go i guess but it's it's cool I, it's a good it's a good short but like yeah. it doesn't really mesh that well with the other two yeah so so it's not perfect by any means no. but it really is creative and i would definitely it's really suggest great. if it. you if you don't want to watch all hour and a half of it just turn on the bug segment and like the real estate one i think it's yeah it's the second one go go watch Very that good. it's definitely worth it uh i gave it a four out of five i also gave it a four oh, out of five well look at us that's so crazy <laughs> my god uh, you're, you're, you're a lot until we catch I up. do have a lot. Um, oh, I guess it's just two. Just two. Did you change the poster? I, I didn't did. recognize I'm sorry. it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I watched uh, uh, another film wow. called Fresh. Fresh. Directed by Mimi Cave. It's a horror film. You, uh, you know them. You love them. <laughs> Mimi Cave. Mimi Cave, yeah. Um, stars Daisy Edgar Jones, Sebastian Stan. Very good. They're both good. 
that's like one of the best part of the movies is their performances. I like the cinematography a lot of the time. It takes some really big stylistic swings, uh, especially in the like last half hour or so. And I think they all hit I, I like surprisingly. <laughs> um, the plot's a little meandery. It takes a while to get going. And like, it's kind of lame given its premise, but like, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, but yeah, fresh. It's it's good, solid. I gave it a four out of five. Bye, Haley. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy your dinner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, and then after that, I watched, uh, I think it's just called Master. Master. I was going to say The Master. The Master. But sounds, that's a different movie. Sounds cool, though. <laughs> PTA. Sounds cool. Amy Adams. <laughs> sounds like a cool guy. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, but yeah, I watched a film called Master. Is it Joaquin Phoenix and The Master? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh directed by Mariama Diallo, Diallo? I don't I'm not quite sure how to pronounce her name. I'm so sorry. Um but it's called Master. It was good. It's a horror film. Uh a lot of just like solid independent-ish horror movies, like a little fringe horror movies this year. Um and Master was definitely one of them. Uh it kind of centers around like this college racism curse and it's quite good the college racism <laughs> curse. finally college racism <laughs> curse. clearly um but oh, it, sweet. it's like it's like i don't know it's like salem witch trial stuff yeah um i don't know it's it's cool it's so, a cool movie yeah a college racism curse. um but yeah i, I gave it a four out of five it was good. A four out of five. Speaking lots of, of fours. Speaking of little 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 horror, <laughs> little treats, fringe horror films, little, yeah, little horror treats to eat. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh no! Up next we have Hatching. Hatching, uh, directed maybe. by Hannah Bergholm. Berg- Bergholm. Bergholm. That's my. That's my. Isn't she guess. Swedish? Um, I believe Swedish Dutch. Film? I think Dutch. it's Dutch. Dutch. I believe it's Dutch. Dutch. <laughs> Well, the country... Finnish. Finnish. Yes. Finnish. Cool. Uh, very cool. Uh, so, Finnish horror. <laughs> Finnish horror. Finally, Finnish horror. <laughs> you know, uh, I think this might be my first Finnish this, film. This was suggested to me specifically specifically through Robbie. He watched it, yes. and then he was like, oh, it's good. You should I watch it. I thought you would enjoy it for its del Toroisms, Micah. I don't think it has very many del Toroisms. It doesn't. It doesn't. It just has a cool puppet. It has a really cool, <laughs> like, monster puppet thing, and that's really the main reason to um, watch it, I think. Yeah, no, I think that is the highlight. Like, all of the stuff around the titular creature, the egg, very, very cool. Very There's cool. some cool gore. There's some There's really some cool, cool imagery, man. Imagery, all that's cool. Uh, alternatively, the plot isn't my favorite thing in the world. I'm really conflicted about I, the plot. Cause it's, it's good in, in theory. It's good, it's, yeah, it's good on paper. But but like, some of, the, some of the things don't feel very well developed between the mom and the girl. And, like, the way it yeah. develops through their relationship and this kind of clone of her doing these things, it feels very weird. I don't know. It doesn't feel like it thematically knows what it's trying to say about Hatchering. I mean, it says a lot of things about um, identity and yeah. the age of social media. Because yeah. they're, they're, it's a family of influencers, which yeah. is very interesting. The, mo- the mom is an influencer. <laughs> to have to have the girl, like, I don't know. It, there's a lot of, There's a lot there, which I like on paper, but it yeah. doesn't really mesh that well, especially in the and, end. And it's not that you can't, like, pick the little things. It's the, the thing is that watching it as a whole experience it feels stilted, movie, I it think. Feels like, it feels like it doesn't fully just, like, wrap around yeah. nicely. It feels like, oh, yeah, I can see what they're going for with yeah. this. There's all those things. But again... 
it really does make up for it in the fact that it's got a cool as heck creature yeah and fun fun gore sometimes it's it's definitely a soft recommendation just so you can at least see the cool little like tooth bird <laughs> it's it's pretty cool i gave it a three out of five i thought it was pretty i good. gave it a three out of five no, <laughs> like three and a half three and a half the tag five. the tagline is she's coming out of her shell <laughs> <laughs> again yeah. that's hatching that's quite good hatching Hatching. You got that? Hatching. Um, okay, after that, I watched uh, a Apple TV Plus original. Um, it premiered at a couple of festivals. Those got a little crazy bit of crazy guys down at Apple TV. Little little festival talk, Micah. Um, Cha Cha Real Smooth. Uh, Cooper Rafe's newest movie, and it was good. Has Dakota Johnson in it, and she's quite good. I haven't. I. I it's. It weirded me out because I don't think I've actually seen her all that much. No, <laughs> that no. I feel like I'm very familiar with her. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Cooper Rafe, very talented uh, writer and actor and director. As it turns out, who'd have thought it? There you go. Um, he's, it, the whole, he's the total package. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I liked the representation in it. Very good. I liked it. Um, it's got good character writing. It's got a I good ensemble. I don't about it. I don't even know what representation you're talking about. Um, one of the like one of the main characters is autistic. Ooh, cool. And it's actually not terrible. Hey. Yay! <laughs> Yay! That's happened like twice. <laughs> the second time this has ever happened in the history of film. Um, at least in my eyes, I didn't think. Of, I I've, thought it was good. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. It was. It was really sweet. As kind of. I don't know. It, it was. I don't know how to describe it. It was it was good, okay? <laughs> Get off my back. <laughs> uh, cha-cha real smooth. Definite recommendation. I thought it was great. I gave it a four out of five. Oh, yeah? Well, you want to you wanna talk great? <laughs> you want to talk up great next, cinema? Up next, we have oh, The Requin. The, the Requin. Requin directed... Oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Micah, Micah was so ready to launch I into so it. Ready. Uh, I guess he's French? Le Van... That's my that's my guess. It's probably wrong. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, shark movie, shark movie, shark movie with uh, Alicia Silverstone. Uh, very extremely miscast in this movie. I, I <laughs> just cast someone else and it automatically like raises a I star. Like, I, I like Alicia Silverstone. I love this Alicia movie. Silverstone. Really makes me question if I like Alicia Silverstone. Right? I'm like, do I do I really? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it makes me question if she could even act. Right. This, this is, is it's just really such a bad it's a bad fit for her. Um, it's a bad it's a poorly directed it's got a ter- film. It's got a terrible average. It's got like a one point one average. This isn't news that it's bad. Yeah. Um it I was, just didn't I didn't we, expect we, it to we be. We were that watching bad. for a little bit of context here too. Uh my mom's been doing this thing where she takes these challenges that she gives herself <laughs> to watch a type of movie once a day each month. And for this, because Shark Week was that, she wanted to watch a shark movie a day for the entire month. Um, Who'd have thunk it? So we scoured cinema for <laughs> shark movies, and most of them are bad. Um, well, we, we found one that was but, released in yes, 2022. What I was going for here was that we watched a lot of shark movies. I watched more shark movies than I had ever watched in my life that month. And this was my least favorite. Dang. This was so boring. That's, that's a lot, man. It was boring on top of everything else. That's... Like, the that's story nice. is just nothing. Like, think about the story. It's, like, about... It's like, I think it's, like, trying to be about marriage, kind of, and it just doesn't work. It's bad. It's I, not good. I gave it a one and a half. I gave it a one out of five. It was not, not good, unfortunately. 
And speaking of not good, hey, up next whoa, I have whoa, whoa. the oh okay. I feel like this was yeah this, the Netflix original Kevin James <laughs> returning to the screen. I do like Kevin um, James <laughs> in the right context. He can be good. Home team, home team, home team. Yeah, the home. Everyone team. remembers that one, directed by Charles and Daniel Kinane. Yes. Uh, a, a brother do a brother do brothers of cinema. <laughs> they are brothers and <laughs> um, it is not good. It's mm. like it's not the worst thing in the world. It really falls into that category of just very forgettable, very not really doing anything, not doing anything bad. It's not doing anything bad. I'm not like, wow, that's a bad movie. Wow, bad movie, man. Uh, But it's not doing anything good. Should have stayed in drafts. And it has a very uninteresting story that's very much been done before. Mm. So it's literally just nothing. (laughs) I feel nothing towards this movie. I feel nothing. Uh, But it's not very good. Oh. So I give it a two out of five. Pour one out for home team. <laughs> Never thought about it again. <laughs> All right. Um, and then after that, we we went out to the theater. I think this might have been our first theater trip of twenty twenty two. Timeline accurate, Robbie. We're not going in time. I know. I know. Describe things I'm in sorry. Timeline. I want to go linear, Mike. I don't think this was the first theater trip. I think it was one of our else. first. It was. It was early trip. on. This is an early on movie in twenty twenty two. But we went and saw the new uh, uh, Roland Emmerich movie, uh, Moonfall. You know how much I love Roland Emmerich. <laughs> okay, he's he actually I think it was onto something. He, what was he cooking, Micah, with Nothing Moonfall? Good. He's not cooking anything, Robbie. He was cooking perhaps one of the best original sci-fi properties of our time. <laughs> I don't know. I something something about Moonfall's like canonical sci-fi stuff is really intriguing to me. I don't know why. I really like it. So this movie's split up into two halves. This movie, you have half one, where they figure out that the moon is falling. One guy figures out that the, the moon, moon is, is falling. falling. He's like, the moon is falling. It's and half they, disaster movie, half, do, like, elevated they, sci-fi. They do, they do, like, the whole, like, don't look up thing where they're, there, the moon's not falling. How, what a silly concept. And then he's got to spend, like, what four, a foolish like notion. 40 minutes. He's got to convince everyone that the moon is falling. The moon is falling. And then they're like, the moon is falling. Oh, no. And it goes like, it goes, everybody's, everybody's screaming, everybody's running, everybody's disaster. (laughs) Second half of the movie. It's all disaster stuff. Everybody's, everybody's dying because, you know, if the moon moves. The moon's falling. Things happen to the good old Earth and its gravity. You, you start playing oceans. Tom Petty. The moon's free fall. <laughs> Stuff happens. People are dying, flooding everywhere. Oh my gosh! And he finds this group of of crazy people, and <laughs> and and potheads. That's literally. not fair. Mike. Well, half of them are crazy. Okay. Half of them smoke weed. <laughs> Is there? That's there's what no crossover whatsoever. <laughs> no crossover. But that's what it's described as, right? I mean, oh that is gosh. what we are shown as the audience. He finds this group who believes that the moons are superstructures. This is introduced like 45 minutes, maybe even more into the movie, these superstructures. And he's like, I believe you. No evidence. He's like, I believe you. He doesn't really believe them. So they're like, the only way to stop the moon is we fly up to the moon. And just check it out. And check See it what's out, going man. on. See if we can... <laughs> Well, actually, there's these there's these like things on the moon that they have to detonate. I think something to, like, like that. I don't know. I only saw it once. But it they, was a while they ago. Get to the moon, 
And it is a superstructure. With aliens, Micah. They go inside. But aliens. And (laughs) they have like this memory stuff. It's so cool. I don't know. It's terrible. It's so cool. I think it's, it's so horribly cool. played. And not only that, not only that, but we have this stuff, but then we also still have like, oh no, we're on the earth. Look at these kids, like typical disaster movie stuff, playing, chopping around <laughs> in nothingness. They go to the moon. I think like, it's it good, is a like superstructure. A, I think it's they good. They go back to the earth. <laughs> Nothing makes, I hate it. Uh. <laughs> well, anyway, I thought Moonfall had a, pretty fun ensemble and a cool little sci-fi gimmick and i thought it was fun (laughs) best roland emmerich movie i've seen three out of five (laughs) (laughs) two and a half two and a half all right all right we were only half a point difference like (laughs) wildly different opinions all right you got you got some you were you were talking like it was the death of cinema it was okay the only reason i feel this strongly about it is because after we watched moonfall when i said i didn't like it and i thought it was really stupid i was berated by my family being like what how dare you it was fun it was moonfall it was fun the super structured moon (laughs) Okay, <laughs> next up, I watched another three out of five movie, uh, Marry Me, which, you know, I thought it was going to be bad, but it was good. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Yeah, Owen Wilson, Jennifer Lopez, uh, directed by Kat Corio? Corio? I'm not, I'm, I don't know. I hope that's right. Uh, but it's called Marry Me, and it's a fun rom-com, and it's fun. It's a cute screenplay. And it needed better rhythm and structure, basically. <laughs> uh, but it was fun. I liked it. Uh, three out of five. I spent too much time on Moonfall. Let's <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, let's, let's we got to pick our battles here. And I know. Uh, and that was not the one. Marry Me. Uh, Good movie. After that, we watched Death on the Nile in theaters. Death on the Nile. We, we, dr- we drank enough champagne to fill the Nile. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly hope not. Um, Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. I have a I have a interesting relationship uh, yeah. with his films. <laughs> I was not a big fan of Murder on the Orient Express. His Murder on the Orient you know, Express. Revisited it. Pretty good. I uh, liked it's it. It's weird. It's just weird. It's very strange. Uh, I liked this one a little bit more, but it's also very weird. Very strange. They're, he just makes weird movies. Like they're they're very <laughs> they're almost great. They're like flashy and like weirdly digital. They are very strangely like, digital. Weirdly paced and like weirdly dramatic. Like over dramatic, like Perot gets like a twenty minute intro on how his mustache was formed or something like that. It's just one scene, like <laughs> it's not one scene, Ruby. It literally takes place over multiple locations. But um, I thought it was, I thought it was, yeah, a little better than Murder on the but I think it's, Express. It's fun. I think it's goofy. It is. Um, it's a little. It's a little goofy. I can appreciate I, I that. Enjoy, I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy the, the cast that much. Womp uh, womp. Gal Gadot and Army Hammer are not what I needed in my life. Yeah, Army <laughs> Hammer, even like, I don't know, say what you will about Army Hammer, but he's not even all that good in, in this movie, which is... <laughs> and, Man, and this I, is kind of a cursed lineup, I have, given I, the, the events of this year. <laughs> I have I have the see, that one scene with Gal Gadot and Army Hammer permanently, oh, permanently burned into my mind, and that's not a good thing, what was that? that we, we officially switched to dark mode, Micah. Oh, you're scaring me with your dark mode <laughs> transitions. Oh no. I thought we just lost the stream. No, we're still streaming. But yeah, I have that permanently seared into my mind, not fun, Death but overall it is more fun than, than his last one. Um, um, I think it's more electric than Murder on the Orient Express, but it's also sloppier. 
um, kind of weird. I don't know. I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Um, three I gave and it a half. Three and, I gave it a three out of five. Three and a half. Three and a half. <laughs> Up next, we watched Kimmy. The new Soderbergh Steven film. Steven Soderbergh. Sody. Kimmy. My boy. <laughs> Interesting. My movie. man. Zoe, Zoe Kravitz? Kravitz, I, I believe. You, you, really, you thought you looked this up Kravitz. I don't know. Okay. I wish I knew. I didn't. I don't remember. Uh, anyway, yeah, <laughs> Kimmy, Kimmy. It's one of my favorite films of the year, easily. I think um, probably one of the best films of the year. If we're if we're gonna be honest here, it's not. Um, <laughs> perhaps my favorite Soderbergh film too. Maybe. I don't know. It'd be it'd be Logan Lucky or like Ocean's Eleven or this one of those three. Two movies that are better than this movie. No, and then... <laughs> not better, Micah. Yes, They're... better. Robbie, Kimmy, Kimmy. I will defend Kimmy. Like like people people hate on Kimmy. I will not stand. The Kimmy for hate the Kimmy is hate. Un, unprecedented. Um, it, is, it is a good movie. It is impressive it is for what it movie. does. It's great. It's got great direction, cinematography, cinematography. and Zoe's performance <laughs> is fantastic. She really carries this movie. Yes. Um, but outside of that, it's very simple. It's a little slow. It doesn't really feel that satisfying in the end. I, and then it just ends. Mm-hmm. It's it's not that great. It I is, a very, it is a very satisfying. simple, nice movie, but it is not the greatest thing in the world. Best use of the COVID-19 pandemic for a movie, I will say. Ruby, what about what about Glass Onion? Glass, okay. Well, maybe. <laughs> but it's hardly focused on. This is like a main, it's a main yeah. plot point here. Um in spirit, it's a main it's a main plot point in Glass Onion. Okay. It's true. That's true. But no, I, I really enjoy I think it's Kimmy. great. I, think I gave it fantastic. a four out of five. It is not that great, but it is good. <laughs> I think it's phenomenal. I really love the screenplay. I loved the editing. I love the cinematography. I love the direction. I, I don't know. I loved I loved everything about it. It's it's so good. <laughs> Kimmy close to my heart always. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, what'd you rate it, Revy? I gave it a five out of five. If you couldn't get, wow. Uh, up next, another one we caught in theaters. We were catching the weirdest ones in theaters. Yeah, uh, Uncharted. Um, Uncharted. I'm a huge Uncharted fan. Mm. Uh, not the, I do like not, the game. Not, not the movie. The games. The games. Uh, Uncharted I, Four. That's that's why I was. That's, that's why I was so excited. Right about. Uncharted Four is one of my favorite games. It's a game series I've played through several times. Yeah. Um, they're a little goofy, but it's fun. Uh. And I really enjoy the storytelling and the character of Nathan Drake, Elena, yep. all all that stuff. It's very fun. Um, yes, the movie, <laughs> the mo- I was excited for the movie, and the movie was interesting. It's, it was a little weird. Yeah, it's something. The cast, know. the casting from the word go, had me kind of turned off to it. Yeah, it's just bad casting. I think it, I think this is honestly one of the most boring ways you could adapt Uncharted into a movie. Yeah, because it's it's not a bad movie it's by not any bad, means. No. It's just it's just the the most straightforward blank like it's adventure just so movie. generic generic in the field movie. of modern adventure movies. And man. then and Lost then, City has more personality than exactly, this. and it doesn't even use any of its <laughs> any of its uncharted roots to make anything interesting. Like right. they're just occasional references. Like literally, this does not matter that it's an uncharted movie. Yeah, you could um, you could remove the uncharted and, and IP and nothing would change. Obviously, I don't want them to just like grab from the game. I don't want it to just be games, the movie. Yeah. Um, but that's the problem in general with an Japanese they needed a middle cinematic ground, like Uncharted. So they should have just, you know, made their own 
origin story if that's what they wanted to do started it off with a with nathan drake right is this supposed to be canonical in the games i no, it can't be no it's not then why not just Um, do something cool like it it just doesn't do anything (laughs) to like actually get you started on its own uncharted it's like it's scared to touch uncharted because you know everyone's a big fan of it and very cinematic games it's scared to touch it so instead it does like a really weird story that combines like five different stories and like five different set pieces from the the games to where people can be like, oh, look, it's just like Uncharted 3. It's just like Uncharted 4. Um, but it yeah. the story itself is just so boring. Ravi, look, it's turned on. What I did know, you do? I know. No, it, it's a time thing. The sun went down. But yeah, um, boring, yeah. unfortunately, but criminal Criminal waste of Antonio Banderas. He... It's, it's Antonio so Banderas is what I was happy about about the casting. And I know then, it's just such a waste. And then just she's gone. He's 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 before he was before our eyes, and my boy was cut down in his prime. <laughs> uh, I gave it a three out of five. I also gave it a three out of five. Uh, up next, uh, I do believe. Yes, yeah. you have a couple things. Yeah, I was about to say, we gotta we gotta. We've already been going for like forty minutes. I know. I'm gonna we're, we're gonna we gotta, ramp we it up. You, up. You're you're time. being all wordy. Uh, I know. Area. I want to talk about them okay, though. Okay. You know. Um. Okay. I watched the new Argento movie, Dario Argento. Um. It's called Dark Glasses, and it's very good. <laughs> it's very sweet. I don't. I didn't expect um a, video, a movie about a prostitute to be so like wholesome and sweet. <laughs> um, sounds but, like sounds like you have a little bit of prejudices you need to work out in your heart. Well, Rebbe. from from Dario Argento, like his track record. I mean, I've only seen Suspiria, but like I don't know. It's not what I expected. Maybe that's on me. I don't know. It was goofy. It was fun. It was a, a slice of life horror film for some reason. <laughs> Ravi, Ravi, it was really unique. Maybe I don't know. maybe you like Peter B. Parker need to re-examine your personal biases. <laughs> there you go. That's true. Okay, so last thing I want to mention: um, there is a part in the movie where they're being attacked by water snakes, Ooh. and there's dubstep playing. <laughs> It's very Argento. And it's quite good. That's so, that's so Argento. No, it's very Argento, very fun, very sweet. It, it almost feels like a, if Ghibli made an Argento movie, that's what I, that's what it would be. What? It, if that makes any sense. It doesn't. But imagine, like, Whisper of the Heart, but it's Argento, and it's a slasher about a prostitute. <laughs> it's... <laughs> If, if you can imagine that, that's what Dark Glasses is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I gave it a four out of five. I thought it was great. It's no it's no Suspiria, but it's great. Um, and then I watched a fun little making of thing for Eternals, Marvel's Eternals. Oh, I didn't think you'd actually mention that. Uh, why not? <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> um, it was fun. I gave it a three out of five. It uh, drew attention to the pretty good uh, costume and production design in that movie, which I didn't really catch before. So, which unfortunately is not that great of a movie. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it's very poorly lit, and you can't see the production design and costume. <laughs> Dude, I... <laughs> have me regrade Eternals, please. Uh, then what, Ravi? Uh, then I watched the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre film from Netflix with Elise Fisher in it. She's quite good. It was fun. And people who don't like it 
What do you think? What are you doing? I was about to say, most people it's I know fun. hate it. Yeah, most people I know, they're like, oh, this is insufferable. It's terrible. One of the worst films of the year. I'm like, no way, man. You get you get people slicing with chainsaws. You get people slicing through stuff with chainsaws. You get people sliced <laughs> with chainsaws. It's like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Apparently, man. all you have to do to get Robbie <laughs> to love your movie is slice people with chainsaws. No, it's cool. It, it's, a, it's actually a pretty good movie. Having now seen the original, like, 70s Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I can see people being kind of upset with, like, the direction this goes. Like, because it's it's not even remotely similar to that. And it kind of, it it has, like, a weird homage to a lot of it. Like, it's a weird legacy sequel kind of thing. But it's also, I don't know. Um, It was fine. I thought it was pretty great, (laughs) actually. Um, I liked the main cast. I liked a lot of the plotting. But it was pretty good. I gave it a four out of uh, yeah, four out of five. I don't know why I thought I, th- I thought I said five out of five. I'm like, I give oh, it a no. five out of five. No, it is uh, not a five. <laughs> up next was the Batman. Batman. Which, we did a whole episode. We did, we did do an episode. We did on this an episode one. on it. I, I remember. <laughs> um, so we won't talk about it much. No. Uh, but very cool. Movie. One of the best of the year. Uh, one of the best of the I year. Love to say it. We love to uh, see it. Our our good boy Matt Reeves, we came we became very acquainted with his films. The yeah, past, we did. We just in the did, past year, we did the whole Planet of the Apes series on yeah. the podcast too. You should go check those out. Um, but yeah, I gave it a four and a half. It's really fantastic. It's one of my great. favorite so like good. Batman movies, and one of the <laughs> honestly the best superhero movies to come out in a while. It's such a toss up for me on whether or not I like this better than The Dark Knight. It really just depends what day you catch me on. Because yeah. I'm I love The Dark Knight I like so this much stylistically and I better love than The Dark Knight. This, I love this so much too. Yeah, I think I love I love the cinematography and the this cinematography so much. and lighting in this are usually very good. Yeah, but I love the screenplay for the dark screenplay for the Dark Knight is also very good. All right, um, uh, but I gave it a five out of five. I thought it was fantastic. Um, up next, we have No Exit, little Hulu uh, thriller directed by Damien Power. Damien Power, that's Hulu, a cool name, right? Hulu original. <laughs> uh, it's got the it's got the Allstate. It's guy. got the Allstate guy, Dennis Haysbert. He's my the, man. He's so cool. <laughs> He's so cool. He's so cool. I want him more stuff. I love him. <laughs> He's in Heat. I need, in we heat? need to watch Heat. Oh, yes. It, he better have. A, he better have at least a talking part <laughs> in Heat. Yeah, baby. All right. No exit. It's good. A yeah, solid. Good. A fun. solid thriller. It's yeah. It's a fine thriller. Doesn't do too much with its premise, but it doesn't. It, it does exactly what it needs to. It's a. It's another good like contained thriller, like bottle thriller kind of thing um which are always fun i always find those fun yeah. like something like grand piano is a good not I much think, comparison yeah that's something that i've thought about a lot yeah. but it was it was a fun watch i was not like bored or upset or it has anything. some fun twists and turns it has a fun ensemble it it's got a like pretty a, good climax even yeah i was about to say it has a cool climax with some some like kind of gore i'd be pretty dang proud if i made it yeah i know <laughs> i gave it a three and a half i gave it a uh four out of five it's, it's a solid film nice up next, we have The Atom Project. The Atom Project. Isn't it Sean Levy? Uh, Sean Levy, my man. Because <laughs> he did <laughs> Night at the Museum. <laughs> Listen, Sean. Sean, let's... I love Night at the Museum. Let's talk heart to heart. <laughs> it's just me and you. <laughs> just me and you. Night at the Museum. Movie from my movie from my childhood. It's so sweet. I like, I I like Night at the Museum. <laughs> Please stop <laughs> with the Ryan Reynolds movies. Mm. 
Free Guy gave you too much confidence. <laughs> I, mm, Free Guy is a very complicated movie in a lot of ways, but it's also an extremely dumb and simple movie in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, and I actually enjoyed The Atom Project a bit more. Um, yeah, The Atom Project is fine. There's nothing that honestly, bad about The Atom like, Project. I think the reason so many people had such a strong distaste for it is just because they still hated Free Guy. And they were like, ugh, it's yeah. Ryan Reynolds and Sean Levy again. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like the flavor that, that Sean Levy brings to his movies. And I know that yeah. seems kind of mean, like recent Sean Levy. Yeah, I mean, recently. it comes through in some of his old stuff, like Big Fat Liar. Mm. Or, yeah, it's just Big Fat Liar, I think, yeah. Like, it has that kind of, just the way he writes, there's something about his humor and everything that comes through in a really weird way to me. It just comes off as very annoying sometimes, and which I think is it, a shame. And, and I think it worked, and I think it works, like, in the Pink Panther and in Night at the Museum. Dude, he did Pink Panther? That the is Steve, a great Steve movie. Martin. Yeah, he's done some what good heck, movies. Man? <laughs> um, That's a great movie. <laughs> so, like, modern Sean Levy, this just isn't, it's not for me. It's not not my thing. Okay, I liked the screenplay, actually, a little bit this time around, which I didn't expect. Uh, and they got Mark Ruffalo saying Old Bean, which is quite good. <laughs> it's where, I, I don't know if I would, like, recommend it, but it was, I actually enjoyed it. I thought about it a little after I watched it. It didn't immediately didn't, evaporate from the folds of my brain. Like Free Guy. <laughs> like Free Guy. Which is, which is probably a fake movie. I can't confirm. <laughs> I, I think I remember two scenes from Free Guy. I actually remember a couple sequences from The Atom Project. I don't. Um, I thought it was I didn't like good. the action. The action was eh. It was all right. But I yeah. I liked some of the ideas in the screenplay, and that's what I remember it But for. anyway, I gave it a two and a half. I gave it a three. Three out of five. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Up next, indeed. what do we have? We have the next Pixar film. The next Pixar? The next Pixar film what? that came out, which was Turning Red. What? Unfortunately, no theater release for my my boy Turning Red. Turning Red. Which is a shame, because this thing would have rocked in theaters. It would have. It would have killed. Imagine the the giant... This is such a good comedy. The giant giant panda stuff (laughs) in theaters. That would be epic. Micah, imagine laughing along with, like, a packed theater to Turning Red. Right? This thing is really funny. It really... It's so funny. The stupid... All the stupid... All the stupid drama around this movie really only makes it more funny in right? my mind. Because it is just unequivocally the stupidest, most middle schooler movie you've ever seen. It's like the dumbest teen, like, coming of age movie. And I love it for that. <laughs> Probably ever. So then people are like, where's 9-11? <laughs> hit the Pentagon. <laughs> oh my gosh. And like, oh no, periods. Um, I swear. It's hilarious. I, I think it's hilarious. It's a little sad. It's a little it sad, is sad. But it's hilarious to me personally. I really liked um, the vocal cast. I loved the animation. I loved how f- like well written the comedy was. Yeah, like dude, I loved how expressive of, of, it is. There's some of the funniest things in this from Pixar. <laughs> I think no, some of Pixar's top jokes are some in of this movie, some of the no most question. expressive characters I've yes. ever seen from Pixar. The facial expressions are insane. There's a real emotional authenticity to it, which doesn't hit fully. Yeah, I will it's say its climax isn't perfect. It, it's That's conflict. really where it trips. Its up. conflict in general with the red panda mom stuff is is probably its weakest element. It is because its strongest element is just these characters and these right. girls being goofy. I love and fun. I love the characters in Turning Red. They're so good. But yeah, 
great movie like genuinely like again like the sketchbook stuff is probably some of the funniest stuff in pixar like ever <laughs> yeah uh, go watch turning red go if you've been putting red. it off go watch turning red it's a great film i give it a four to five um also quick shout out to the uh making of documentary for turning red embrace the panda because it's fun embrace and you should go watch that you should go embrace the panda go embrace the panda can you mute the microphone for a second okay, hold on yes One i second. can um well i think i can we're just gonna slide it down. Whoa! What was that? Whoa! That was crazy! Dang! I didn't want to blow my nose in your guys's ears. <laughs> good call. Good call. We've been we've been a little under the weather. Yeah, I I'm think. still like I was. I'm not certifiably sick today, but my I was nose, probably still certifiably nose was sick running yesterday. Running like crazy this morning. <laughs> running like for its life, I think. <laughs> All right. So next up after that, I have The Weekend Away, a Netflix original away. thriller. I'm not going to spend any time on this because it's not good. It's oh. really weird. It doesn't have a cool concept. Sad. It's not well directed or acted. It brings nothing original and it's boring. Oh. I give it a two out of five. I literally just, it's, it's, a, I just forgot about it. Nobody cares. <laughs> uh, what do we watch next? Uh, next up, we watched Deadstream. Not to be mixed up with Deadware. Deadware, Deadstream, two, two entirely found, different movies. Two found footage, <laughs> two entirely low budget different. indie horror movies. <laughs> found footage. But very different. It's about a Twitch streamer. <laughs> about a twitch trying to bounce back from his tarnished reputation yeah he's he 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 made bad decisions put people in danger Uh. said some bad things which is an interesting theme it sounds like a very cringy horror think about the barbarian similarities yeah the theme the themes actually Uh, this would make a killer double feature with barbarian i think it'd be so funny so from that premise it sounds really bad and honestly i thought it looked kind of bad but like when we watched it um I really had a lot of fun with it. It's genuinely really funny. It's so funny, um, dude. <laughs> and like, it's kind of scary too. It's horror stuff like is it. really goofy it's and so, fun. It's so goofy. It needed like twenty percent more gore, and it would have been yeah, like perfect. This, I think. Oh, I wish this thing was gory. I yeah. really wish it was gory. <laughs> like, it's not not gory. There's some. No, there, gore. There's some blood. There's some. But guts. It needed to be a little grosser. It needed. And this it thing needed... would have been like. It needed, like, one show-stopping monster and a little bit more gore, and it would have been, like, perfect. It could have been, it could have been a perfect movie, <laughs> which is hilarious. Coming from coming from Deadstream. Deadstream. Yeah, baby. <laughs> but it was really fun. Uh, directed by Joseph Winter and Vanessa Winter. We love to see it, honestly. Like, uh, Which they had worked on some of the VHS stuff. Oh, nice. They had worked on segments in VHS 99. Very nice. Um, um, but yeah, Deadstream, great film. Go watch it if that sounds interesting to you. It's really funny. Yeah, I gave it a four and a half out of five. Uh, yeah. Oh, also, like yeah, my joke in the in my review, I said I need a sequel to Deadstream called De- like Demonetize, but it's like Demon Demonetize. That would be so good. <laughs> it um, would be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next we have uh, Netflix original Windfall. I'm a little upset that we didn't do an episode on this yet because, like, we both really loved it um, and not very many people seem to like it, strangely people, people enough. Kinda, people kind of hated it. What? Um, it's like proto-glass onion, Micah, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> it, what? It's just rich people <laughs> what, did you, what did you just say to me, Robbie? <laughs> it's a um, proto-glass onion, Micah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a very odd movie because one of the biggest complaints is just that it's like that it's just too simple, like it's too boring. It isn't really saying anything. Mm. Nothing's really happening. But what if all of that is wrong? 
<laughs> but and I and I think that's I think that's a legitimate no, and com- fair, complaint you could take away from the movie. It is very simple. It is, it is very, very small. Um, but man, I don't know. I think movies should be allowed to be simple. It's got and that small. energy. Like it's 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 fun. It's entertaining. I enjoyed the conflict. I really enjoyed the performances from Jesse Plemons and Lily Collins and Jason Segal. Jason Segal, the three is of them, back, baby, are really fun <laughs> together. There's some cool tension builders. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It doesn't have much. to I say. I love Jesse Plemons. It, it's it's He's so it, good. It doesn't have much to say. It's just like wow, look at this really really terrible rich person. <laughs> Explore. They're, they're kind of terrible. Um, <laughs> Whoops. So, like, it doesn't have much to say, but I don't think it has to say much. Like, I don't think... It's really captivating. I don't think this movie is required to have any more depth than it has, because in my opinion, it is really fun, and it looks good, and I liked the performances, and I was I said entertained. It, it reminded me of, like, I don't know, like, 50s and 60s era movies yeah. in a lot of ways. Which I think, yeah, is it's that very same classical. Kind of, like it's I very, like it. very kind of classical in its feeling. It's mm-hmm. not trying to do something as a movie. It's not like setting out to be like, here is this. It's written in that kind of way where like things like it's just this thing leads to this thing, which yeah. leads to this thing, which happened a lot and especially older movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Windfall, great film. I, I really like it. If you have a Netflix subscription still, go go check it out. I gave it a four out of five. I also give it a four out of five, if you can even believe it. That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next, we watched uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Which, uh, once we own this movie... Uh, we will probably have Luke on and we'll do an episode on it. Yeah. Because it's a very, very culturally uh, big, like much bigger movie than I would expect. Yeah. And, um, and there's there's some interesting there's, criticism. There's a lot it. to there's, talk about. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's very easy to get pulled into the emotion of this movie. Yes. Um, and not think about it very critically, which is why there's a lot of people. Who are like best who, film ever who made. Who are like defending this like. They will murder your like family it's the if Godfather you don't like if you don't like everything everywhere all at once kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so it's very interesting, and I've seen some interesting things from it, and I've thought about it a lot. Um, it's an odd movie, but very then again, strange. the Daniels always make really odd movies. Yeah. I you know um, I almost think I prefer Swiss Army Man. It would be very close. Very close. I I I actually gave Swiss Army Man a four, and I gave this a five. But it would I don't know. It's it's like teetering, man. There really is some fantastic craft here. I think on on, yeah. on the whole, I think the costume designing alone is just incredible it's to so watch good. here. I love the costume work, um, but I could see not liking it. I could see loving it. I, I really, really liked, liked the it. lighting. Actually, I watched it. It's I watched it good. twice in theaters. Um, I only saw it once. So, so it, it's very interesting. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to talk good about movie. it sometime on the podcast. It's, it's a good, good movie. movie. I give it a four and a half out of five. <laughs> I give it a five um, out of five. Hesitant, but five out of five. I think it has some pacing problems for it does. sure. It does. And it has some, some weird tonal stuff too. Yeah, and weird tonal stuff. It's, it's it's so odd. There's too much to dissect to talk about it on here. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, it would be a, it would make a great episode. It'd be a good episode. Yeah. Uh, what did we watch next, Jeremy? Then we went out we went out to the theater with our grandfather. And we watched the new Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum which, rom-com. Which our grandfather likes going to the movies a lot, which is good. Which is, which is cool. <laughs> yes. He's <laughs> one of the reasons we, we probably like movies. One of the reasons we've gone to the theater as much yes. as we have. That's yes. for sure. Um, but it's called The Lost City. Yes. Um, directed by Adam and Aaron Nee. Uh, and it, <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> Trying to hold back a cup. Oh, I thought you were laughing no, at their names. No, like, Micah, tr- how, how insensitive. <laughs> no, I was trying to hold back a cough. <laughs> um, but Lost City, it has more personality than I thought it would. 
It's yeah, more fun no. than I thought it would be. It's not. It's not the it's greatest not, thing in the world. It's not like. It's not. It's not doing anything too crazy, but it's very fun. It's goofy. It's and fun. It's it. got personality. It's. It, I don't know. It's very. It's another movie that's very much what it is. It's in its lane. Mm-hmm. It's. It's just being entertaining. Yeah. It's Interesting. I liked it. I like. I liked Brad Pitt's character in it a lot. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think they could have used. Brad Pitt was fun. I think they could yeah. have used Daniel Radcliffe to be a little bit more fun. Yeah. He's such he's such a good actor. He's in, a very good actor, yeah. And especially in like goofy roles, mm-hmm. and like he could have killed it if they would have like he needed even, even amped it up a he little needed bit more. A, he him. needed a little more, a little better material, a little more screen time. He could have been great, but he it, could have been one of the greats. <laughs> he could have been a contender. But anyway, it's still really fun, and like, yeah, it was enjoyable. I watched it twice, actually, so, yeah. I, like... I think I watched it, yeah, just twice, yeah. So it was, it was very enjoyable. Fond memories. I gave it a four out of five. I gave it a three and a half. <gasps> Up next, we watched Apollo Ten and a Half, another Netflix original movie. The Linklater boys Richard Linklater. are back. The, the Linklater boys are back. What? Linklater fans rise because i love richard linklater <laughs> you've watched two <laughs> and they both no rock. three three they both rock they all rock <laughs> is what i'm saying <laughs> he is a cool director he's a um, very fun director this in movie, my eyes this movie is so weird because it's like <laughs> it's like a it's like an hour and a half it's like a podcast or something yeah it's like a podcast <laughs> It's like historical fiction. It's really weird. It's so. It's, it's like a so, documentary almost. It's, it's so cool. It's man. odd. I love it. <laughs> I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I like what it's doing. I really, I liked almost all of it. Like while Jack Black was narrating. Yeah, which is like eighty like, percent of. Which movie. is the most of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> like while he was narrating and you got cool stuff. I it's enjoyed it. So much it. fun. I didn't really like the actual plot stuff in terms of the whole like kid imagines himself going to the moon kind of thing. I mean, that's really, like, more of a side note, like an asterisk. But that is the plot of the movie. It's the plot of the movie. <laughs> it's, a, it's a meditation on childhood. Yeah, it's very... And it was very sweet very and very nostalgic. And I liked it a lot. Yeah, I enjoyed it. One um, of my favorite animated films of the year, and it should have been nominated for Best Animated Feature. Rabbi, it's Rotoscoped. It's Rotoscoped, which... Is Anna is still technically animation. I'm very, I'm very yeah. sad about it because this is like one of my few five star animated films of this year. It's not a five. It's not even close to a five. It's a five. I love. We, so, so we slowly approached the end of the year, and we were talking about doing this and rankings and everything. And Robbie took these movies, Kimmy, <laughs> Politan and a Half, two of them for examples, and he took them and he looked at them right in their four star faces. No, four and not three and a half four, star faces. Micah. And he was like, but I liked them, and he moved them a little higher. And he was going a little bit later. He's like, I still like the and he moved a little higher. And then he's Can like, Can we get much higher? He's like, You know what? We're ranking them. Why don't I just pop them up to fives and throw them on the top of the pile? Okay, Apollo <laughs> ten and a half, a space age childhood. Go watch it's it. Not a five because it's great. It is a three and a half, and it is a very it's good great. movie. It's a great film. It's a very good movie. <laughs> it's a very great film. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe you have gotten too liberal with those five stars, Rebby. You're just oh, throwing them out oh, everywhere. Oh. Uh, up next, what did we watch? Speaking Rebby? of too liberal, no. <laughs> we watched oh, Bodies, boy. Bodies, Bodies. Oh, Bodies, Bodies, A24, Bodies. baby. My, my beloved. This, honestly, <laughs> honestly, peak A24. 
It's it's an odd movie because it, it rides a very careful balance of being like old people writing Gen Gen Z stuff. It's so close um, to just being like absolutely and it's, garbage. It's this close to not working at all. But there's something that really is enjoyable and funny and absolutely. like and like really just like engaging to be a part of. Um, it's not as scary as I was hoping it to no, be. No, it's and, not. And its whole, like, phone bad message is kind of laughable. Uh, <laughs> is is that the message? I guess kind that's of. That's, like, the presented message, yeah. Mm, it's yeah. that their obsession with social media and each other's images get this. Yeah, yeah. What ends up, yeah, no, it's true. It's what true. ends up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it kind of rides the thin line between being, like, cringe trash. Ultra cringe, yeah. And, like, really funny really with really funny, engaging yeah. cast. Um, Micah. <laughs> there's, so, there's so many good parts in this. I love the cast of the, this. The, the cast really carries this hard. It it's does. It's so much fun to it watch does. them. And I think it's well-directed and well-lit it does, and shot. It, it is very well-directed, I would argue. Um, the fact that you have, like, these monologues about podcasting and they're actually really funny and engaging <laughs> is is very good <laughs> i would be i would be so happy if i made this movie i would be like this is a triumph it's public <laughs> dude and the charlie xcx song for this you nominate it for best original song middle class <laughs> parents are upper middle class oh <laughs> uh, it's so good it's I, I, there's so many great line performances there's, and stuff so in this. It's very, very good. Um, very good editing too. I, I want to shout that out because I love I love to see it. <laughs> I gave it a four out of five. I, I really can't wait to I watch give it. A four it. Out of five, I can't wait. Yeah. To, I can't wait to watch. It I want to own the Blu-ray. I want to. I want to see it over and over again because right. I feel like it's going to be really funny. <laughs> exactly. This is. This feels like something that could be a classic. It, yeah. it, it runs. A, it runs a tough line, but I think it pulls it off. It does. I would argue. All right. Um, I watched a little Disney Plus uh, show, a not little, show, a little movie, ditty. a little a little ditty. ditty. It actually is a ditty because it's a musical. <laughs> um, it's called <laughs> Better Nate Than Ever. Better Call Saul. It was Robbie. fine. It was a fine movie that did fine things and was fine. <laughs> it sure was fine. And I, yeah, I gave it a three out of five. There you go. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. What came out next, Ruby? What was the next release? Next film. The next film. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll say it's, it. It's, it's ambulance. ambulance. It's by Michael, Michael Bay. It's Michael Bay's ambulance. Oh, to to this point of watching this, Ooh. I kind of have hated everything from Ooh. Michael Bay I've seen. I kind of don't like him as a person. Yeah, he's icky. I don't. I don't like it. He's got. If you're listening to this, Michael Bay, you got some icky practices in your making art, and I don't approve. But I do like Ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> the female character in this looking like the female characters in all of his movies. Like the moment I saw her, she kind of looked similar. I was like, oh no. Embarrassing. Like, he did really. it again. How he did, did it again. <laughs> Why? Although, to her credit, she's great in this. No, she gives a great performance. Yeah. She's like, honestly, without her, the movie is like, the two leads obviously give fantastic performances, but yeah. her character really does kind of tie the whole thing together. Absolutely. Um, but it's the, a great film, But man. the three of them in general are fantastic in this. Yeah. Um, it's got it's got such a great emotional core, man. I don't I don't. That's love, what I, I really want to praise. I don't love all the stylistic things in this. I think it's a little <sighs> too flashy in places, a little bit too bay-y, but it really is just so fun and engaging and has, again, a great <laughs> emotional core. Yeah. That's what makes it work. Yeah. Um, the two of them as brothers, their story, 
her tying into their relationship, all the conflict that comes about, the way the plot kind of weaves around all of this. Mm -hmm. It's just really, it's really engaging and it's really fun to watch. Micah, you didn't even mention uh, Nitro, the giant dog that is in this movie. Nitro, the giant dog. He is, he is a plus. He's so good. Um, I, I was going to mention uh, the lighting and cinematography in this are phenomenal, but the editing just kills it. The, the editing kills it. is weird too, even, but the editing is kind of bad. Like, Honestly, I, just, I think the editing is the only bad part of this movie. I think everything else is like fantastic. I don't know why Michael Bay edits movies. Like, obviously he doesn't personally edit movies <laughs> He's not this cutting way, them. but like his movies uh, have very similar editing problems and I just can't, I can't stand the way he edits movies. His team edits movies. Not great. Uh, not um, great editing, but great everything else, I think. Four and a half out of five. My favorite Jake Gyllenhaal role, maybe? It's close. It's close. Between that's, something like Okja pretty, and this. It's pretty crazy. But yeah. He's really good at really this. He's really good at like, this, man. He, this, this role was like made for him, like, I think. Like you got like Nightcrawler, I haven't Prisoners, seen Nightcrawler. Zodiac, I haven't seen Prisoners. Donnie Darko, I don't like Okja. Yeah. <laughs> Wildlife. I just haven't seen very many of his movies, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was good. I give it a five out of five. Uh, up next on the release schedule 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 we have the bad guys the a bad dreamworks guys. picture a dreamworks picture dreamworks um, still putting out movies what <laughs> that's we crazy. still we weren't able to catch we weren't able to catch the new puss and boots no. movie before doing this which is sad because uh, i a, love puss and i actually couple, liked the first puss and boots there was a, a great movie yeah there was a couple of movies we missed that i would have liked to get to all yeah. quiet on the western front tar just mm, just occasionally i do wish we had watched tar yeah um but the bad guys. I really enjoyed the this. We talked about it um, I, to some length before. We didn't do an episode on it, I don't think, did we? Uh, no, we did not. Yeah. Uh, but we had talked about it. And it's cool. Yeah. It's, it's a like, cool It's movie. a neat movie. It's not my favorite thing from DreamWorks, but it really is like visually creative. And my I liked the characters. <laughs> like six-year-old you would have eaten this up so quickly. It would have been my favorite movie as a kid. <laughs> I guarantee it. Um... <laughs> Um, also Professor Marmalade says Marmalade and he also plays the guy who says Marmalade in Paddington 2 and it's cool. <laughs> if that Aqu makes any sense, that probably made no and sense. And luckily, luckily Aquafina is not in it that much. Aquafina, <laughs> you know, one of her less cringe roles for sure. I was sure. about to say. That's like, really how you rate Aquafina. Being, being that I was introduced to Aquafina through the farewell. Dude, it's all downhill. It's, it's been it so. It goes like, down, I'm, downhill I'm like, so I'm quickly. Like, I feel bad just trash talking her like everyone does because I think she's really good she's in so the farewell. Good. She's such and a I'm great like, actress. And she I'm just like, needs good material. Her comedy is just bad. It's bad. Her comedic act. She's not a good comedic actor. Stop trying to give her comedy. Put her. Give put her, her dramatic. In, put her roles. in dramas like the farewell. She's so good. And besides, the farewell is like them. half comedy, and it's funny because it's she's not funny. trying to give jokes. Because she's not trying to deliver jokes. She's just let the material be funny. <laughs> uh, but yes, very cool movie. Bad guys. It's, Interesting animation. It looks cool. I, love I like the lead. it. I like the. Yeah. I like the vocal cast. It was fun. It was a fun movie. Yeah, I gave I it a four out of five. Much, but yeah. I also gave it a four out of five. Yeah. Um, next up, I watched a horror movie called Ama, which has its problems. Uh, obviously, um, I don't know. Do you remember like the criticisms a lot of people throw at It Comes at Night? Like I mean, a lot just of, in terms of being, most of the criticism I hear is people just not, it's not being what they expected it to be. Well, it, I don't know. 
in my I've, I've heard a lot of people complain about how it comes at night doesn't flesh out its themes in a lot of ways and it has like a really poor momentum every all, all the criticisms uh criticisms that i've heard <laughs> about uh it comes at night could be applied to amma <laughs> in all sincerity because i like it i like the idea of amma and then the execution, I am just so dang bored <laughs> when I watch it. Um, so it, I was disappointed for sure. It wasn't bad, but like, I don't know, the, the central duo, they're like, they're good actresses. And they're just not on screen together very much. They're like, all of their scenes are like separate. And I don't know why. <laughs> That's kind of funny. But um, yeah, I gave it a three out of five. It, it's a bit generous, but like, I don't know. It wasn't. Was it terrible? Robbie's Mr. Generous with ratings this it year. Was it terrible? I don't. I would feel so bad if I just walked up to the people who made this movie and said, uh, two out of five, bad movie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Better luck <laughs> being, next time. Being critical about art is, is interesting because it is. people still put a lot of work into the stuff like yeah. this. And it's still a feat that it got made. And you've got to give respect to the creators. Put some respect. Um, put some respect on the medium, mean, That too. doesn't mean you cannot, uh, they, they, you can't not like the movie. Yes. I but I that's the thing I didn't not like Amma I just wanted so much more from it, so it made me sad. Then what did you watch, Robbie? Because you just watched um, all these movies. I watched a little little rom a little space rom com called uh, Moonshot. I believe it's on HBO Max. Um, it has is it still on HBO Max? <laughs> it has Cole Sprouse and uh, Lana Condor, which she was in Tell the, Tell the Boys I Loved Before. She's yeah. she's actually pretty good here too. Believe it or not, she's actually, good, she's a good actress. They Cole like Sprouse and um, Lana Condor honestly like kind of carry this movie. Um, it's got some fun sci-fi-ish stuff, but it, it's mostly just kind of cute. I f- kind of feel the same way about Moonshot as I did about Marry Me, where I was like, yeah, that was that was sweet, that was fun, whatever. Moving on, <laughs> I give it a three out of five. <laughs> Uh, then up next in release order, Ooh. we have the Ooh. the fiery fire of cinema. Heck yeah, the, man! The most fun action movie of the year, probably. Probably, um, probably the, one of the best action movies ever made. I would argue. <laughs> we have R R R R R R baby. Yes, it's so good. We just watched this the other so day. Good. We wanted to catch it before we did this because ah. we had heard really great things. Yes. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Country boy, Country I love boy. you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yes, um, but yes, RRR. Uh, it's so crazy. It pulls off this runtime really, really well. The action scenes are electric and beautiful. Yes. The performances of my two freaking leads, yes. I love them. They're so I good. I want them and more things together. They're so good. Give me, I, like, I literally would just love these characters to, to see more from these two. I honestly just kind of want to watch RRR2. Like, give me RRR2. I won't complain. <laughs> yeah, just, just them. Uh, they're, they're, the way it's written with such like a emotional intensity like you just want them to be friends it forever has, it has such a like, it's got the certified bff energy mike <laughs> and it's so good i love rrr yeah i was about to say like it's got it's got this like real brotherhood kind mm-hmm. of kind of love imbued it's, into it's it. what i praise regular show for but like this is way better 
<laughs> it also it's has brotherhood. Some of the, it also has some of the craziest action you've ever seen, yes. and you have like your two leads doing just like the most insane action things. And ever. it's a musical. And it's a musical, and the songs are and fun. It's great. And the dancing is great. Yes. And like the it's got so many good set great. pieces, Micah. Like it's just, this movie pieces. is pretty much just great set piece, great set piece. It's great, great set, set piece after great set piece, really. Like like um, literally, it's so good, and it pulls off the runtime really well. <laughs> it's super crazy. I wish it had an intermission. Like, I don't know why they cut well, that in this version. See, actually, I heard in the theatrical cut, um, you know how they did the little title cards with the three R's? Yeah. yeah. It did, like, intermission, like, with the three R's, and then it played the score. In, in the version we watched, we watched it through Z5, well, which well, actually is a good way to watch it. I was to say, it. if I understand, right when they did the whole little band thing is mm-hmm. where the intermission Yeah, was. The, right after the big climactic uh, storm, palace, palace storming scene, you get the intermission but we didn't have that in yeah. our streaming but yeah, version so what, where did we catch it on uh z5 go watch it on we, that do not watch the, it on netflix you got the original language and netflix is stupid yes it doesn't have it netflix only has it in uh hindu and not telugu um which telugu is its original language and you should go watch it on that because it probably sounds a lot better and it's in its original aspect ratio too they they crop it in netflix mike they crop it right you can't crop my boys <laughs> You can't crop the glorious CGI tigers, Micah. I, lo- I love this movie. It's the moral of the story. It's one of the best of the year for oh, sure. Oh, easily, easily. Um, it's oh, not. It's, my, so it's even. It's even not like my favorite thing in the world. Like it, there are stuff. There's stuff about it that I'm like, eh, eh. That's not my thing. Take it or leave it. Yeah. But like at the same time, I cannot deny that this thing is just it's, insanely good. It's like one of the greatest examples of like setup and payoff for emotional stuff and practical stuff that I've seen in a screenplay recently. It's really great. Speaking of really great, Robbie, also, we gave that, we both gave that a <laughs> 5 out of 5, five if yeah. you can imagine. <laughs> Speaking of really great, oh, gosh. the next release order is Fantastic Beasts, The Secret Micah, of Dumbledore. We go from the one of the best of the year to easily one of the worst of the year. <laughs> the, the Secret Secrets of, of Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Is this even a movie? Is it even a movie? No. It, can anyone confirm that like it's a movie? No. For me? No. I'm not watching it again. I can't tell you if it's a movie. <laughs> it's so it's so bad. I didn't think it would be worse than Crimes of Grindelwald, but it might honestly be. That's that's a stretch, maybe. I okay. didn't. I didn't put it. Crimes of Grindelwald is, Crimes of is Grindelwald. bad. Is really bad. <laughs> but Dumbledore, Secrets of Dumbledore. It's there's, got there is nothing. It's got something. There is nothing worth watching. There's nothing. No. Especially, no. it's got a long runtime. Its plot makes no sense. There's bad effects. Oh. It's it, it's got kind of a weird, not great message. It's it's kind of it's just bad. It, it's, it's a bad a movie. movie. It's a certified it bad feel movie. Feel like man. a movie. It feels like you're going insane while watching. I, I kind of felt like I was losing my mind because it's just like weird scene <laughs> paced after weird scene after weird scene, and things are just happening. It's so strange. But yet nothing is. Ha- it's so. It, There's. It's so weird. It's bad. Sorry, David Yates. You did a good job on some of them. Someone the save Mads Mikkelsen. He doesn't deserve this. Someone save everyone involved in this production. Right. <laughs> please. Someone save uh, the Harry Potter franchise, please. Uh, well, see. I don't know. Maybe just okay. let it die. I was going to say, just let it. Let, let the past let die. It, Kill it if you Let it sit to. back there. But it's okay. <laughs> oh, man. It's so bad. Uh, I'm but, so sorry to anyone who enjoys Secrets of Dumbledore. I'm glad someone does. If, gave, so, if someone out there gets any enjoyment I out gave of it, it. I gave it two stars because I think there are some elements of what? it that are, that are not that No. Bad. No. 
<laughs> on paper, it is not the worst movie ever made, but it, it's just so it kinda... bafflingly <laughs> the poorly executed. The is terrible, Micah. Anyway, moving it's on. Terrible. What did you give it, Revy? I gave it a one out of five. <laughs> it is not good. Certified bad time at the movies. Moving on, though. Um, uh, certified good time at the movies coming up. <laughs> uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic 2. 2. Better this, than the first one. Confirm. Better than the first one. Um, not by much, but better. Better, for sure. Um, it's got Idris Elba, and he's pretty fun. It's, it's got James Marsden. <laughs> Do I look like I need your power? You know, I wish they would just, like, almost drop. Not drop. I wish it was more comedy-oriented. And it's already, like, so comedy-oriented. I just want it to be funnier, most, I guess. Most, is of, really... most of my problems <laughs> I want it to be funnier. <laughs> have to do with my problems in the first one as a starting of the universe. Yeah. I'm still not crazy as much as I like um, Ben Schwartz, like, as a voice actor and everything. I don't like him as Sonic. He's not a... I don't know. I've he's never... not... He, he's not the Sonic that lives in my brain, yeah. so he's, I'm never going to be totally happy with him, but, like, I don't know. Yeah, like, that's whatever, but, like, Combine that with the setup that they gave the world, it it has this really hard time blending this real world stuff that they included yeah. and like the the goofy Sonic stuff. And it, it, that's and this, what's holding it back. And really. this time it goes like above and beyond, and it tries to reach for the fences. It's so a, it's decidedly a lot. Stars. It's decidedly a lot goofier than the first one in its like actual plot. Um, but like I don't know, it it still doesn't hit totally right. Yeah, like Which it's, it's is a shame, because because I really love the stuff that they do with Eggman and, and yeah. Knuckles and <laughs> Tails. Tails is in this, and it's, it's got his yeah. like a, like his cartoon voice actor. It's great. <laughs> um, so like there are a lot of elements. I just I still kind of wish this wasn't set in our world. You know, I wish they had more fun with like the the, the Sonic. Yeah, I want it to be. I want it to be a little more Sonic because I really love not as much Hedgehog. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I really love uh, Doctor Eggman. Obviously, I like the cast. Even the stuff that they do with the human stuff, like the wedding and stuff, is kind of like it's fun. I like the I like the Marsden B plot in this. I will say it's fun. It's just also weird (laughs) to be in the movie, and it plays into part of like I think the tonal problem this movie has. Yeah. It's a, it's a strange one for sure. Like it's of like modern American family action movies. This is like one of the weirdest ones you're probably gonna. But it, find. But it is very important to good. me to have the next one uh, for my childhood. And Shadow, my Shadow, and, Shadow the Hedgehog, baby. I, I am, I am waiting <laughs> to hear who is voicing him, dude. Because we used to be. We used to be crazy about Sonic. I love uh, Sonic. We, we read the comics. I mean, yeah, I love. I Sonic. mean, look at me. Of course, I. Love- <laughs> we read the comics. We were part of a stupid like fan club. Uh, we we had like we brought the the Sonic short lived fa- Sonic fan the Sonic club. magazine and we had Sonic OCs Dude, for everyone. The Sonic comic books are so good. Um, so like we we got we got pretty into Sonic and yeah. and Shadow was always my favorite character. So he's being brought to the silver screen. <laughs> And I'm gonna need them to. I'm gonna need them to do him right, do him justice. You think they did Knuckles all right? I think they did. He's, he's so weird. He's very I don't strange. like how stupid he is. Yeah, he's very he's, dumb. I don't like that he's like actively like, oh, what is this? This is ice cream. Like, what I is feel, ice cream? I feel like he he's logic. He should be able to piece together a lot of this stuff. Yeah, like even even <laughs> he's out, a smart guy. Like, he's, he's supposed he's, to be a smart he's guy. He's not from there, but you don't go to some place you've never been to and be like cup if i went what is a cup if i went to japan it and i saw in. some wasabi on a plate i wouldn't be what is this creamed liquid on my plate what what's going on but i would be like oh 
this must be some kind of sauce or something. I don't know. Yeah, like like it, it's just out of place for somebody who is honestly like in 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 the series. Knuckles is probably like the most competent out of anybody. Right. In the entire like, like Sonic <laughs> is kind of dumb compared to him in the comics. He's always like he's full of himself and goofy. That yeah, like, he's got an ego, so he's like supposed to be kind of funny because you can laugh at him. But like he's not supposed to be dumb. Yeah, that was my business. Uh, who cares? This is anyway, Sonic we're, Two. What we're are we going doing? on a long tangent on Sonic Two? This is what we're choosing to spend our. Three out of minutes. five. It's a three out of five. I gave it a three and a half out of five. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> no, it was fun. Um, it was fun. Up next, uh, I have... Uh, I don't really talk about this much, because it's not even technically a movie. <laughs> nah, not a movie. But I logged Moon Knight. We logged Moon Knight. It's got big problems. It's got big problems. I, I sure do like Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke. I sure do I like sure them. I sure do like Moon Knight as a character. I sure do like the Moon Knight costume it and sure, character. It sure is weird that they... They cut ninety percent of him being Jewish. Sure, sure is weird that they have no plot for the show for like half the episodes. It sure it's is so, weird sure that is it weird. has a very odd CGI climax that has oddness. Sure is weird that it's kind of bad, but like not bad enough to really get upset about it. <laughs> I gave it a three out of five. I also gave it a three out of five. It's pretty, pretty mid. Pretty mid, yeah. Sadly enough, makes me sad. Uh, briefly touch on this film. Uh, it's called Night's End. It's directed by Jennifer Reeder. It is a independent horror film, kind of psychological thriller. Almost it has Michael Shannon in it briefly. Um, but he calls himself a cheese ball in this movie. Um, so I liked it. And, <laughs> and I gave it a three out of five. <laughs> You're like, I want to briefly talk of this movie by saying everything about it very slowly. <laughs> I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun. Okay. Um, uh, also, quick shout out to Jared Carmichael Rothaniel. It is a comedy special that Bo Burnham directed, and it is phenomenal. One of the best things of the year, and you should go watch it if, nice. if you are up to it. Nice. I gave it a four out of five. Nice. Great stuff. It's so good. Nice. Yes. Up next <laughs> in release order is The Frickin' Northman. The Rise the of the Northman. The Rise North of the Northman. Robert Eggers. My first Robert Eggers picture. Yeah, The maybe. Northman. The Northman. Crazy movie. I, I look, love I look like I should be like an extra in The Northman, like somewhere <laughs> like covered in mud in the background. I was about to say dead. Yeah, like dead in the background. <laughs> I'm not like a hulking guy. I, one, I, of, one, of the, one of the people dead in the background. <laughs> I'll be like one of the hand servants in the castle or something. No, you're not even buff enough for <laughs> That. Like those, even the hand servants are like beasts. Yeah, what is going that's on? That's true. That's true. But the Northman, it's a great the movie. Northman. It's fantastic. Um, this is one of my favorite movies of the year. Oh, easily. Like, like yeah. this is it's in great. my top three. It's great. Uh, I really love what it's doing stylistically. I, I was actually reading the like yesterday, just reading some of the complaints about it because I know not everybody is crazy about it, and there's some interesting complaints about it, about its pacing, mm. about a lot of how how people. The one was weird because somebody was like, it's weird because everyone talks about how crazy this is and yet the cinematography is so slick. And I was like, but I like the slickness of its mm. cinematography. Like, it's very... Like, I think Pat, didn't Patrick Willems say that? It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, no, it's kind of, it is kind of weird. So stylistically, it is odd, but I just really love... I, I And he, it was also talking about how it doesn't fully go for everything that it could. Like, it doesn't take it to quite the next notch, no. which it did have a lot of studio messing with it if i recall like there Probably. was a lot of there it was wouldn't a lot surprise of, me the studio wouldn't let him for do something like this to do for this so it doesn't go as crazy as he wanted it to but it still is a wild ride and i love it 
Yes, it's very, very good. It's I so love, good. I love Anya Taylor-Joy's performance in this, especially. It's probably my favorite performance from her. It's really well blocked and re- uh, pretty well shot, too. Yeah, like, I just, I, I really love being in this movie. I love the action. I love the plot. I just... It's I, got, it's got, it's got a real, it's got a real energy to it. I, yeah. I gotta admire it. I enjoy the characters a lot. I don't know, I just, this is my kind of movie. Yeah, it is very much his <laughs> kind of movie. <laughs> Um, I gave it a four out of five. Very, very close. I want to give Robbie's it a five like, on like, a rewatch, oh, maybe. Kimmy, Kimmy, <laughs> yes, Kimmy, you are a five star. <laughs> Look, here comes Apollo ten and a half. Hello, hello, Apollo ten and a half. You, you get a five star. <laughs> here comes Robert Eggers, The Northman. Great movie. Mm four stars <laughs> no it just I, it never drew me in emotionally and i Ooh. i feel like it just it, i got i got it drew me in emotionally i know i want to watch it again so i can fully embrace what it's doing i okay I, I, we're gonna watch it later <laughs> yeah i got it on 4k for christmas got it on 4k um and uh, then we what watched do we do next we well there was a movie called dr strange and the multiverse of madness we did a podcast and we did a whole podcast it. about it Dude, that's so crazy With, it's our longest episode of the yeah. show um and it's features our good good friend of the podcast yossi yeah very very My cool boy. <laughs> uh go go check that out yeah uh, i still give it a three and a half out of five i have since that episode given it a four out of five so very nice. Very great nice. film. Great uh, film. Up next, I watched a Long for the Ride. Long for the Ride. A Netflix original rom com. Rom com. Rom coms. Yeah. You know, rom coms are is, kind of a mixed bag. Most it's of a time. movie. It's a movie. It's a high school rom com. It's a Netflix high school rom com. That's about all you need to know. Uh, I gave it three out of five. There you go. Moving on. Very nice. What, what, came, what happened next? Uh, next, we watched the second best action movie of the year, and also one of it's not the second best action movie what do you mean it's not what are you talking about i'm talking what else is there i'm talking about that that's not an action okay 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 never mind okay describe everything i said (laughs) it's a great action movie this year had a lot of great action called the northman an action movie this year had a lot of great action movies and this was one of them it's called top gun maverick and it's directed by one of the best modern directors or wait, no, I'm. Th- no, I thought produced, it was. It's produced by. Holy moly! I do not think this is one of. Why the best did I modern... think? Why did I think it was Christopher? Joseph Query? Kaczynski directed this, which he directed Tron Legacy, Tron Oblivion, Legacy. and Spider. Okay, never mind. I'm okay. A shaky at best pa- track record. Joseph Kaczynski, I like your movies, but you are not one of the best directors currently. You were Olivia. thinking of Christopher McQuarrie I was thinking of Christopher and Tom McQuarrie. Cruise being the executive producers on this. Yes, which they are a match made in filmmaking heaven. And I can't wait for <laughs> the new Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, Top Gun Maverick, it's phenomenal. It's one of the best like crowd pleaser movies of this year, yeah, easily. It's really good. Whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's not. It's a joy. Top, man. Top Gun it's has never been my cup of tea. This was not my cup of tea. It pulls off what it does very, very well. It's a very good looking movie. I probably will never personally seek out to watch it again. Mm-hmm. I'm not that crazy about it. Um, that finale, Mike. It's re- the finale. I, I don't, I, like, yeah, it's a good finale, but I don't get. Okay, I don't get emotional into it at all. I could care less. Aww. I like Miles Teller and I like Tom Cruise, but this just, like, it's not my cup of tea uh, by by any standpoint. You make me um, sad. <laughs> so it's really just not the movie for me. I still think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's Mike. It's got such a great payoff in its finale, and it's so well shot and edited and the sound design it's so good but i just i don't get anything out of it personally uh, uh listen i, I gave it a five out of five i like i give it. it a four and a half out of five it's still fantastic <laughs> it's just not my favorite 
Fair enough. Um, up next, I watched Sneakerella. Sneakerella. I, I'm a little sad that I didn't catch this one because I actually wanted to see it. A weird <laughs> musical version of Cinderella about a guy who makes sneakers. Nice. Um, it, it, it does some <laughs> we cool, love to see it. Does it. Some cool things. I don't like its musical numbers. I wish it wasn't mm. a musical. Its musical numbers are kind of bad and stylistically kind of bad. That sucks. Um, but outside of that, it's pretty cool. It's fun. It's nothing crazy. It's a Disney. It's a Disney Channel movie. Ah. Uh, but like, it's fun. I, I like the kid who makes the sneakers. I like his sneakers. <laughs> I like his sneakers. <laughs> like his like fine movie. I liked his sneakers. <laughs> Thank you. I gave it a three out of five. <laughs> nice. Um, and then we went out to the theater yet again, and we watched. Again, not in timeline order here. I know, I know. <laughs> but we watched Firestarter, uh, uh, the remake, which of is Firestarter. Not, not something I would have paid to go see mm, in the theaters. But we woke no. up one morning, and our parents were like, "You want to go to the theater?" And I'm we like, like, "Heck yeah, heck yeah, we sure. want to go to the theater." <laughs> and we watched Firestarter, and it was. Mm. not great it's not bad it's not great i think it's a little bad it's a little bad it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's little a little bad, bad but little it's bad. not like the worst little bad it's 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 bad with a lowercase b <laughs> it doesn't really do anything well there's there's ideas it's, it's got ideas zach efron is here he's the dad it's it's passable Really, the highlight of the movie for me is we went and saw it in the theater, so we got to see the Nope trailer before. Oh, yeah, we got the Nope trailer. And the Nope trailer was phenomenal. And the Don't Worry Darling trailer. And the Don't Worry Darling which trailer, is, which is also one of the best trailers of the year. Which is one of the best trailers of the year, and <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, but yeah, Firestarter, not my thing. Uh, no, neat just, ideas. A pretty all right cast, too. I don't even like uh, the, the stupid execution of this. I just don't like the story at mm. all. Like, I think it's a dumb story, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I gave it a two out of five. I gave it a two out of five. Not my, not my, not my thing. Uh, up next, Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale. Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers. Another. I was a huge Chip and Dale fan growing up, and you know, Chip this and movie Dale. still has a lot of its charms. I actually, I actually rewatched it. Um, cool. Recently. I, I want to give it another shot. Honestly, it's got a lot of charm. It's it not. Does. It's not as good. Has its as charms. It, it's not as good as anywhere near as good as something like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. No. But it does oh, hold no. a lot of very similar charms. This is just like Diet Who Framed Roger it's Rabbit. Like... That's a little bit stupider, a little bit more modern. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's fun, but it's nothing crazy. Our our mom has said that Firestarter was not a good movie indeed in the chat. <laughs> Hi, mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. It is fun, but it's not great. Yeah. It's That's what I said. still something I'd go back to. I like, the, I like some of the crafts in it in terms of the cameos. It's too digital for my taste. J.K. Simmons Gumby. Very fun. That's my counterpoint. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a three out of five. Uh, I also gave it a three out of five. And up next it's in release movie. order is probably the greatest <sighs> movie of the Best decade movie so far. Of the decade um, so far. <laughs> decision to leave. Decision to Park leave. Chan-wook, uh, yes. Decision to leave. Park Chan-wook. You gotta go watch Decision to go Leave. Go get yourself a movie. Uh, the trial. trial. Go to a trial movie. Or just pay for movie. So you can watch Decision um, to Leave, because it's fantastic and phenomenal. This thing is, <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of my favorite movies that I've seen in a while. Oh, easily, And, yeah. and I, I still hate it's this. So I, I still find it so it's funny so that both good. of these movies are Korean, but I still would compare it to being one of the most, like, almost, like, in 
stylistically locked in with what it's doing cinematography it just, it, it's and it's going for it man it's doing parasite. it parasite and again it's funny that they're both like korean movies maybe uh, maybe the korean the korean cinema landscape again ruby ruby was like maybe korean movies are the best i'm like we've literally only seen korean movies from the two most critically acclaimed modern korean okay directors. but parasite and decision to leave are like two of the best movies i've seen in recent years um <laughs> it's so well shot immaculately well shot it's and blocked i and love the relationship and, i love mm, the story i love the story so for. good everything about it is fantastic uh, and perfect and i cannot recommend do an episode it on enough it. Uh, i'm going to buy it when it comes out yeah it comes out the, on the physical comes out physical on the 10th i'm gonna um, buy one too <laughs> <laughs> so yeah go do that yes uh, i give it a five out of five literally it's cinema. This is my number one for the year, which well, number one there's, for the year. there's some good competition. And, and I put it on for the decade list, too, of my Dang. 2020 so far. I put it as number one. All right. Decision to leave. Very uh, good movie. I give it a five out of five. The next movie that released <laughs> in theaters. Is an insult was, to the <laughs> to the media. Was Jurassic World. No, Dominion. it's not that bad, it's not but that it is bad. bad. I wrote actually a, a pretty bad. darn lengthy review about it. <laughs> I um, wrote two sentences, Mike. <laughs> I I have strong feelings for the Jurassic series. Um, as I, do I. And I, well, I not nearly as strong as you. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I like like to an extent, I grew up on these movies, and yeah. I even I I even am like a, I'm a Jurassic Park three defender. I like, like who doesn't like Jurassic? Park? Well, a lot of people don't like Jurassic Park. So 3. Like, like like and I just really have a strong emotional connection to this movies. I mean, I even was like I was even willing to give. Jurassic World a chance Fallen Kingdom wasn't the greatest but I still had some fun with it but like mm, yeah Dominion Dominion it, it, just, it, it broke just, me Mike <laughs> Dominion broke Dominion me Dominion broke me video essay time I just it's so blah in yeah. every way it's just nothing we watched the extended cut too because watch the extended cut this is the cut that the director said I have had studio interference with the original cut this cut is out. Watch this cut. Watch that. Watch, watch the, extended the extended cut. cut. So, so we watch the extended. I, so again, I want to give these movies. I want to watch the best possible version of this. I was like, okay, yeah, we watch the turn on the cut. extended cut. It's twenty minutes longer. That's not. That's too not bad. that much. That's uh, like an always sunny episode. What are you? <laughs> so, and it just, it just, it's so weak. It's it's weak sauce, it's man. So weak. It's it's not even a good dinosaur movie. Nope. I you could. I tweeted about this. You could remove all of the dinosaurs from this movie with minimal rewrites to the screenplay, which you, is you so could. sad. It could literally <laughs> just be a random movie about like bioengineering locusts. Yeah, with and a bunch of not... cameos. Hi, Haley, you're back. But you oh, would not have hello, to Haley. have any dinosaurs in this movie theoretically, and it would not be that hard. But yeah, I gave it a two and a half. It's it's not the worst thing in the world. It's just so. It's got Laura Dern. Dull. It's got Sam Neill. I, it's got J J Jeff Goldblum. I like all three of those, it's, but they sure have nothing to do in this movie. They're they're kind of poorly written, and they don't they're not that fun to watch. But they're there. Hi, <laughs> hi guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jurassic World Dominion is decidedly not good, um, and I gave it a two out of five. Yeah. Very lackluster. Very yeah. just. It's nothing. It's just so. It's one of the most nothing films I've seen in a while. Yeah, not good. <laughs> um, and then next on the roster is my boy Baz Luhrmann's latest film, uh, Elvis. Elvis. Which Haley, very very Haley, good. Haley, I'm looking at you. 
I still want to watch this with you. I want to get you to watch this. I know you're not an Elvis fan, but I'm not an Elvis fan. I don't like Elvis music that much. I think people who don't enjoy Elvis's music would actually enjoy this. This is a good, movie, this is is a so good weird. movie for people who don't like Elvis. <laughs> yeah. I, and then, hey, Haley, it even has an original Doja Cat song. It does have an original. actually really good. The Doja so. <laughs> Cat needle drop in Elvis is actually pretty good. <laughs> what can I say? It's Elvis. Baz, Baz um, Luhrmann is an absolute madman. This is definitely the best Baz Luhrmann film I've seen. This is oh, only yeah. the second Baz Luhrmann film I've seen. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, Austin, so Butler, Austin Butler is giving an insane performance. I love him in this movie. Uh, the editing in the cinematography. I never I never understood why people were like, oh, Elvis, what he does Elvis, is, is, is hot. He's so hot on stage. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? But this movie... Mike is like, I get it I get now. it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> uh, but, you know... I really, yeah, it's Tom Cruise, I mean, not Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was Tom, Tom Hanks is Tom being Cruise. goofy in this. He's like, yes, the oh, drugs. <laughs> yeah, um, Elvis, sprawling, messy. Surprisingly emotional. Surprisingly emotional. I, I, I kind of tear up thinking it really, about it. It really got me into Ooh. Elvis, which is crazy, because this is a goofy little messy, long movie. He's just a southern boy, Mike. He's just a southern boy with a song on his heart. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Elvis, one of the best of the year. Go watch it if you haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I give it a four and a half. I give it a five. Honestly, like, it's it's there, man. He's just tossing these out. Like Isn't I said, it? he's just, he's like, oh. Hand wow. him out, hand him out. You know what? what? I, think, I think I'm going to give Chippendale Rescue Rangers a five. You okay. Know, I think it was doing unique things. I think you could, you could probably kick me off the podcast if I give Chippendale <laughs> a five. That is not a great movie. Okay, what came out next? Next up, we got Bob's Burgers, the Bob's Burgers the movie. Bob's Burgers movie. Which is kind of hard to say. Bob's Burgers the movie. The Bob's Burgers Bob's Burgers. The Bob's Burgers movie. <laughs> See? See? Yeah, I can see it. Uh, but it's about uh, it's about this guy named Bob, he, and he makes burgers. He makes burgers. And that's the movie. He's at the restaurant Bob's Burgers. He's at the restaurant Bob's Burgers. And then there's a sinkhole, <laughs> and there's a carnival. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, you know? It's it's fun. I don't it's know. It's got it's, H. John Benjamin. It, yeah, I love And at them. the end of the day, that's all that matters. It's not, it's not the best thing <laughs> I in the world. Okay, disclaimer, I haven't seen a single episode of Bob's Burgers in my life. I've seen a couple episodes here and there, and it's a good show. Um, but this was fun. But this was, yeah, I don't know. It, there's nothing too crazy special about this. It's one of those movies, it's kind of like the like the regular show movie, in terms of it just feels yes. like a long episode. It like does. it's not. It doesn't feel like a movie. It just feels like a long episode <laughs> which, of the show. It's a pretty fun which episode. Which has its charms. Yeah. I really I like the vocal cast. I like the animation. I like the songs when they do them. I love how it's like half a musical, but then they kind of forget. Um, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't love the songs, all of it. I liked a couple of the, of the songs. Haley is insisting that I watch Bob's Burgers. <laughs> it's in my watch list. I swear it Robbie, is. Robbie is too busy binge watching all 20 million seasons of Always Sunny in I'm Philadelphia. On, I'm on season 12 of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and I'm I'm living life. I'm having a great time. I give it a three and a half, though. I give it a four. I, th- I, thought, it was, I thought it was great. Pretty great. Um... And then uh, next up on my roster is Vengeance. BJ Novak's Vengeance. Ben- Benge- Vengeance. <laughs> uh, BJ Novak's film Vengeance. You know, and that guy from The Office. It's the guy from The Office, yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he created The Office, he did, right? He the American, the the American did he version. Did I'm, I'm not pretty sure he's like, he's like one of the main producers. Yeah, I'm sure he's an executive producer. But BJ Novak, he made a movie. It's called Vengeance. And it's the perfect movie if you like NPR stuff. 
right? Uh, I'm hoping Tar and this will make like the perfect 2022 NPR double feature. And in case you don't you don't know this, Haley uh, and anyone else, it's it's this this guy if from see, the yeah. Office. If you can see the video, it's um, it's BJ Novak. I mean, it's BJ, BJ Novak. Novak. It's Ben from the Office. Yeah. Um, but it's good. I don't think it, that was his name. Is yeah, that his name? It's Ben. Yeah, that's his name in the Office, right? right? I don't, I don't think so. Is it? That doesn't is it sound. Not? That doesn't sound. Right. Is that is that wrong? But I, I haven't seen the wrong. Office in a long time. It's Ryan. See, Ryan. Oh shoot. Ben you're is right, from you're Parks right. and Rec, Rebby. <sighs> I can't keep up with all these newfangled comedies. What are the kids watching these days? Right. <laughs> um, okay, Vengeance. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I said in my review, replace Ben. and Oh, that's why I thought his name was Ben. His name is Ben and Vengeance. Uh, or maybe, no, I guess that's just, I'm just saying that's no, his name. No, his name is Ben. And okay, that's why. I'm sa- I said, replace Ben with Brian Griffin and you have the greatest Family Guy 2 partner <laughs> in history. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Uh, that would be true. Vengeance uh, is interesting. It's well shot. It's, it's, it, it has some cool ideas. It's got some good um, monologues. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's just not quite there in any sense. Like it's a cool directorial debut. I props to B.J. Novak. Yes. This is fun. Uh, yes, it's, just, it's good. It's great. It's just just I never quite there on any in anything. It doesn't it doesn't pack as much of a punch as I want. It's a little self serious. Um, but like, I guess that kind of comes with the material that they're touching on. Well, it's, it's self-serious to the point where they kind of killed their own, like, punchiness of their message. Yeah. It takes itself too seriously. So the big finale doesn't really, like, it just, it feels doesn't like, hit the way I want it. It, it. it just feels like, yeah, that's exactly what you would think from yeah. something this self-serious. Um, but Vengeance, cool movie. Uh, I liked it a lot. I gave it a three and a half out I, of five. I gave it a four out of five. Solid. Um, <laughs> quick shout out to, um, Patrick Willem's film that he put out this year, Night of the Coconut. Uh, great film. You should go watch it on Nebula if you can, if you want to, if you can. Use my Nebula link. <laughs> use, use my Nebula. That would, that's the dream right there. <laughs> Gotta get the Nebula deal, Rebby. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's about a coconut and Patrick Willem's. It's he, a very long stretching thing from all great. of his, all of Patrick Willem's videos has a coconut it's in a it. It's a great little I'm honestly really surprised it's as good as it is. Um, but like, yeah, Night of the Coconut. It's it's a great movie. Go watch it. Um, also, a uh, quick mention, I watched another Isaac Rodriguez film this year. It's called A Town Full of Ghosts. It is the worst thing I've seen from him. And, it, you know, it's still not all that bad. Um, just boring. It's, it's his most boring that I've seen, which is a shame. Because half of the enjoyment I get out of his films is how, like, wild they are. <laughs> um, so... Yeah. He, he needs to have a good gimmick. Yeah, no, this one, it's set in, like, a ghost town with, like, a person trying to do a startup for, like, a th- theme park or something. It's weird. And it doesn't really come together at all. It's, it's yeah, like, his, it's his weakest film. But um, up next... I give it a three out of five. Up next, we have Minions, The Rise of Gru. Uh... Which compared to Minions, compared to Minions is, is miles better. Compared this is, to Minions, this is so much better than Minions. This is like Citizen Kane. <laughs> this is Citizen Kane compared to, to Minions, uh, but it's still pretty bad. Yeah, not well. I, I don't know about bad. Bad's too bad's too harsh. It, but yeah. it's not good. <laughs> it's it's so incredibly plain. It's plain. It's very Every, vanilla. Everything yeah. about it is vanilla. Everything about the plot that they go with is plain. Feels done before. Feels cliched um i just it's like the minions aren't even that bad and minions the minions are the worst things in the world i want to 
personally murder them. And this, <laughs> the minions are, they're fun. Like, I don't know. Like, like it's, it's not that bad, <laughs> but it's just so, I will not, like, there's nothing about it that would make you want to watch it again. Put that, put that on the blurb for the review. It's not that bad. <laughs> minions, the rise of Gru. <laughs> it's so empty and soul-sucking, unfortunately. It, although, okay. Quick shout out to Wise Blood, one of my favorite musicians. She has an original song in this, and it's actually pretty good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I give it's it a whatever. two out of five. Um, I give it a three out of five. Thank you, you tweet of It's pretty good, actually. <laughs> wow, that's what you just. That's said. what I said. I said it's that's pretty what good. you said. It's pretty good, actually. Uh, I'm just receiving word from my mom in chat that our sister apparently didn't even yeah, finish she, the movie. She fell asleep. We were watching this together in the car on a road Dude, trip. Dude, I forgot she was watching it with us. She fell asleep. That's wild. <laughs> I mean, this, understandable. This, this just and breaking news from my mom in the chat. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was it was it was something. It was a, it was a movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of another movie, um, where the crawdads sing? Unfortunately, no singing crawdads. No singing crawdads. Which you know, after which watching, is why, which is why I didn't watch it. After <laughs> watching the house, I was like all amped up. I was like, oh, tiny little creatures and critters singing musical numbers. That sounds great. And then it was like a very very serious movie. And it got me a lot more emotionally invested than I thought it would. But I'm still a little upset that and I didn't get like, singing but Jimmy, but Jimmy, I want to stay Jimmy, in the I wanna... marsh. <laughs> I want to stay in the marsh with the crowd. Ed. With the crowd. <laughs> I, don't... <laughs> I don't think you know what the movie's about. <laughs> and then she, like, pushes Jimmy off of a tower or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, supposedly the book is a lot better. Um... But like I don't know, it it just kind of it's it's very amateurish and kind of blah. Daisy Edgar Jones, she's good in this. Who she was good in Fresh too. It? Is it a is it a first time? Yeah. Uh, Olivia Newman, she had directed another film before, I think. Yeah, First Match, which is a feature. Um, and I haven't I haven't seen it, but you can tell this is from a rather unexperienced director. Um, but yeah, where the crawdads sing, it's it's fine <laughs> writing out pretty good all of our comments are pretty funny the, right the comments are we are getting requests to not do the accent again for with and and Haley says it's aware the crawdads sing not the crawdads sing i know but i wanted to see the crawdads singing that's that's the whole appeal that's the appeal of the crawdads singing um but yeah i don't know why would you show me something i can't have <laughs> Um, but yeah, moving on, moving we have on. another film, it's called Nope. We've got to go see it at theaters. We have to watch it in a theater. Yeah. And it was awesome, because it's the second best movie of this year. Probably. And it's directed by Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. That was our first Jordan Peele movie first in Jordan theaters. Peele we didn't movie. get to catch the other two in theaters. Uh, uh, I thought we didn't watch Get Out until after this. Yeah, we didn't. I'm saying we didn't get to catch the other two in theaters. Mm, okay, so I thought you meant like the okay. other two in theaters. Okay, um, but yeah, this is this was so good. This is one of the best so movies good. of the year. So good. Uh, the the kind of it's really not that hard to read. I find it I find it interesting that people are like, what does nope mean? I think, I think it's pretty clear <laughs> it's so on what it means. Forward. People are like, I don't know. People are like, uh, the <laughs> the monkey stuff meant nothing. And no, that's, you're wrong. That's the worst thing. Jupe, no, Jupe is amazing in this. Dude. Uh, Stephen Yoon. Stephen uh, Yoon. Daniel Kaluuya. Kiki Palmer. 
Those are like that's like the best leading cast maybe of the year. Daniel, like they're so good. Uh, Brandon Para, he's so good. Everybody's good in this. They're good. Uh, the it's cinematography, so good. the cinematography is gorgeous. Um, the plot is great. great. The climax is so much great fun. It's just movie. such a fun movie. It's creepy. It's fun. It's cool. Stephen Yoon as a cowboy. Haley Haley has described Nope as eerie in the chat. Stephen which Yoon is a good good. As a cowboy called Jupe. <laughs> Jupe. The star lasso experience. Micah, he owns a theme park. He has a custom-made jacket with a UFO on it. It's so cool. The, the, okay, if, if you don't know anything about Nope, go watch it. Um, and then One of the best movies of the year, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you, you won't regret it, I hope. <laughs> uh, I give it a 5 out of 5. I give it a 5 out of 5. It's so good. It, I honestly, I think I marginally prefer it to Get Out, but it's very, very close. That's very so, close. That's so yeah. tough. I think Get Out, I, Get Out has a more accessible screenplay, for sure. It does. Yeah, it is. Uh, up next, Rebby. Up next, I got Glorious, a little little indie. A little <laughs> Haley Haley has asked you to stop thirsting over Stephen Yu and Micah in the chat. No, <laughs> um, but it's called Glorious. Uh, it's directed by Rebecca McKendry, and it was a lot of fun. It's got J.K. Simmons as a space god. Like space god J.K. Simmons, kind of like a um, Lovecraft sort of thing. I don't remember if it is based on a Lovecraft story or not. And that name does not sound like well, a, like that name is not a Lovecraft story n- to my knowledge. His his name is Gat in the movie. I don't know if that's one of the like space god people in Lovecraft or not. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It was a really good movie. Um, J.K. Simmons was great. I really liked Ryan uh, Quantin. I believe is how you pronounce his name. He's a lot of fun. Um, and like it, it's like another one location movie and it was, it, it used it surprisingly well. I don't know. It was, just, it was a good time. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah. And I gave it a four thought, out of five. That's what I thought. That is one of the Lovecraft gods. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. It's a Lovecraft story. But it's not actually a Lovecraft plot. They just use one of the Lovecraft gods. Yeah, because, like, in the, in the movie, he like, Gat is trapped inside of a bathroom stall for the whole movie. You never see him. You, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> um, I give it a four out of five. <laughs> Up next was the Apple TV Plus original animated movie uh, by a very, very sore loser and not great person, John Lasseter. Not, John but directed by Lasseter. Peggy Holmes. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, it's fine. It's, it's whatever. Fine, yeah. I think I think Simon Pegg's kind of out of place. Yeah. Um, I don't think he gives that good of a performance here. The world building's not that fun. The plot's... And, it's fine. It's whatever. It's, it's a fine movie. It's it's like a it's like the worst Pixar movie. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen. I put I put it's like Inside Out, but worse. But worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, I said it's a bit of a snooze, but it's not without its charms, Micah. Yeah, it's charms. I don't think it has very many charms. Like 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 lucky, like, lucky charms. Char- yeah, I get it. <laughs> uh, but I give it a two and a half out of five. I mastered media criticism. <laughs> um, I gave it a three out of five. Yeah. 
then up next on the old release slate was Prey. Prey. A, a prequel uh, to the Predator movies. Predator movies. Which, of we, which we have never seen a Predator Never movie. seen Predator. Not a single one. But this looked cool. <laughs> it was cool. Um, it was cool. And it's it's really lame that it's in English, uh, I have to say. We should have watched the dub. It, I'm convinced We should have watched the dub. It should have just been in Comanche. It should have uh, just been in Comanche. Uh, that would have been very cool. I don't like dubs, so that's why we didn't watch the Comanche dub. But it should have just been and Comanche. You know, I hear I hear from people who watch the dub that the dub is better. So we'll see. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll revisit but it. Cool story. It was great. I really I like. It was I really great. like uh, Amber Midthunder's uh, performance. She's really really. Fun. She is really good in this. And like she's. I mean, she's kind of carrying the she's whole just movie. Such an engaging lead to watch. Right. Uh, the action's fun. The action is really well the pre- staged. The Predator is really goofy to. <laughs> to be in this location um like just just seeing the predator in in like <laughs> like old america 1776 america is really, is really weird <laughs> uh technically previous it's 1719 i was oh. about to say because america is not founded yet oh yeah yeah um but yeah pray Good movie. Good movie. I gave it a four out of five. I also gave it a four out of five. Uh, Haley has informed us in the chat that uh, Rob thought it was pretty good. Rob thought it was pretty good. It gets the Rob seal of approval. Quote, really good. Oh, quote, really good. Okay. (laughs) Up next, what do you have, Rob? I have a little Netflix film, a little Netflix film called Day Shift. It's got Snoop Dogg. It's got Snoop Dogg. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. And I do like one of those people both good. as actors. They're both good in this movie. <laughs> and it is a vampire movie, and it's fine. It's occasionally funny. It's, does Snoop Dogg actually give a good performance? Yeah, he's actually he's actually good in I this, know, man. which I is so strange. <laughs> Hold on, where did I say? I said I said he quote rocks in was, this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say like. I, I, I complained, my main complaint was that it was a little generic and vanilla, which seems to be my complaint about a lot of movies from this past year that I don't think are very good. They just have no voice behind them. I mean, yeah, there is a specific reason that they're in that time frame, Haley. I'm just saying, like, it's a weird setting to see no, the it's, Predator. It's not that, like, the story doesn't make sense in Prey. It's, we're it's saying just, that, it's like, goofy it's kind of hilarious. It's a, it's a funny image to see uh, the Predator <laughs> in, in that setting. Um, but yeah. Day shift. I thought it was pretty good, but not great. Uh, I gave it a three out of five. Uh, and then I watched another indie film. I keep watching a bunch of indie films, He's which watched, is good. So many indie films. It's good. Um, I watched something called The Immaculate Room with Emil Hirsch in it. I wanted to watch more of his work, um, and it was pretty good. It was a little boring, a little generic. Doesn't really develop its ideas fully. The same old, same old. Whatever. Um, three out of five. <laughs> <laughs> apparently oh apparently rob is now explaining predator i'm sure lore. i'm sure rob is a big predator fan and now he's now he's explaining predator lore i know to i know it's a different kind of predator uh predator predator species yeah it's a different species than the one in predator but i haven't seen predator yet so i thought it was the same one as the i don't know i don't keep track of the different predator species <laughs> the different sub subspecies of predator uh up next in release order is the invitation the invitation the boring fanfic movie womp um yeah that's that's not a bad way to describe it it's like if you put ready or not dracula and like a weird okay fanfic in a blender i hate that i hate that it's dracula relationship (laughs) i hate that it's a a dracula story it should not be it's a scourge on dracula 
it's an insult to his name a literary classic and (laughs) instead we have the invitation which is just it's not the worst thing in the world but it's it's just the worst it's it's writing is so fanficy and it's so which isn't that that doesn't mean it's not like it's not bad because it is fanficy it's bad and it's fanficy so it's just kind of there's good even fanfic. worse there is this good is fanfic. not good this is not it <laughs> so it's 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 weird. filled with cliches and like bad structure and just the bad only, dialogue the only i liked i liked the brides of dracula they were kind of fun they could have been entertaining <sighs> if you would let them didn't let them do anything uh to be fair i think it was pretty cut down um, we watched the theatrical yeah. cut of it. It was originally um, PG thirteen. Yeah, it was originally rated R. And you can tell. You can and tell. It's actually <laughs> it's funny because where we watched this on, like this must have been cut down pretty close to release because they had the full subtitles. They had the full subtitles um, with like all the with profanity all the, in with there, all the language which in it. Is so, so we'd weird. be watching, and a character either just wouldn't say that, or like they would. Say, they would like, rephrase it, or would dub be, it, or yeah, something. Like a different phrase or something, and like the f word would just come up in it's the so subtitles. It's so weird. And it was. I'm it like, was just why not weird. just make it R? Like why not? Yeah, I don't. Know. You didn't have much of an audience for this anyway, so it's 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 kind of a bad movie. I gave it a two out of five. I also gave it a two. Not out great. Five. Uh, we're hitting we're hitting our we're hitting our two hour point. I know we only got a little bit to we go. Only, we're almost there. We're like two thirds of the way there. Yes, we're we're so close. I swear. <laughs> um, we watched a, a little film after that called Barbarian. Barbarian. You might have heard of it? Indie horror. Another uh, independent horror movie. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, is it independent? I guess so. I th- well, I, guess. I don't think it's... In- is it independent? I don't Was think it it's from like... from a big studio? I don't, I don't It's know. from a small director at any rate. Yes. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Letterboxd isn't loading right now. I think they might be going down again. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because we're using Bad timing. Bad for, timing. For our, uh, for our thing. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we watched Barbarian. Yes. And uh, it's very, very fun. It's goofy. It's exciting. It's, it's wild, It's shot man. really fun. Yeah, This I love the cinematography. The camera work is really fun. It's man. it's pretty gross. I um, like the structure a lot and the, the character writing cool, too. But it's it's not it's not my favorite thing in the world. I don't like the plot itself that much, and there are weird That's elements fair. here and there. So it's not like the best thing in the world, <sighs> and it's not even my favorite horror from this year. But it really is just no. like it, it's it's a fun time. It's, it's so much. It's fun. so enjoyable, even if I don't watch it again. Like it's fun to it's watch. Fond once. memory, yeah. Um, Barbarian. I give it a four out of five. I give it a four out of five. And release order up next, we have White Noise. White Noise. Uh, Noah Baumbach, my first Noah Baumbach film. Yes. Uh, I need to watch more of his. I'm a fan of his writing, and now yeah. I've seen his directing, um, and it's pretty good. We got we got Adam Driver. We've got uh, Greta Gerwig. <laughs> Greta Gerwig in the cast. Okay, hot take. I only watched this a couple days ago, but I think Greta Gerwig's the weakest performer here. I hate to say it. But maybe you should have cast like, someone else. I like her performance. It's, She's, it's his wife. She's fine. She's fine. But, like, I don't know. It's his wife, Ruby. It just... <laughs> He's not going to not cast Greta Gerwig. I know. I mean, if I was married to Greta Gerwig, I would put her in my movies. <laughs> but... Supposedly, she's really great at Frances Ha, too. I know. But she's just the weakest one here, I, I think. Thought, I thought her performance was really good. I really was... I, she was one of my favorite elements of the movie. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I really like. I told you it's a hot take. (laughs) Um, But it's a weird movie. It's It's very enjoyable. It's strange. um, But its elements are very odd. It it takes its dialogue is very, very. You can tell he's worked on a lot of Wes Anderson pictures. 
I loved it. I loved the dialogue. I thought it, it was great. It, it, it swings for the fences on a lot of its stuff, but also does not spend time on a lot of its stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird. So it's weirdly it's weird paced. Movie. Its themes are chopped up weird, but it's still really fun. It's funny. I laughed throughout. Um, and it's really creative. <laughs> White noise, quote, I laughed throughout. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was fun. Um, I, I kind of am interested to read the book now. Like, I don't, I don't know why. I just have this weird urge to read the book. I don't usually get that after I watch, like, adaptations. But, uh, yeah, I give it a four out of five. Nice, nice. <laughs> Haley has said this podcast is just three hours worth of Micah gaslighting Rocky. <laughs> Wait, why did I got it? What did I gaslight you with? I don't know. I probably the Greta, oh, Greta Gerwig. Yeah, I like her performance. <laughs> and you do no, see, that's just a difference in opinion. That's funny. Uh, um, but up next in release order, we have the Banshees of Insurance. Maybe the third best movie of this year. Maybe the, the second best. The third, maybe the third, the third best. Third best. Maybe fourth best. Maybe <laughs> Banshees it's of right Insurance. It's right. It's top five. No, no doubt. Uh, Banshee of Ins- Banshees of Insurance. I forget the director's name. Ravi. Uh, Martin McDowell. Name. I believe, or McDon McDonough McDonough he's, he's McDonough. He's I, I don't know. He's got an Irish name. name. I'm so sorry. Uh, but we got Colin Farrell. <laughs> we've got ah uh, uh, Colin Farrell. We've got Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson. We've got Barry Keoghan. Yeah, like, like we got we got all the Irish actors. All the Irish actors are here, <laughs> and I probably wouldn't have understood a we... third of this dialogue without the subtitles because I'm uncultured. Yeah, Robbie, it's, it's it's partially your roots. You're part Irish somewhere in there. My my ancestral family. Home. Exactly. Um, uh, but this thing is great. I love so this good. movie. It's so it's, good. It's surprisingly enjoyable and like funny and goofy but also really like tragic it's so funny and, yeah and but it's filled. also very sad um, and it's so like it's, it's this really neat tonal blend of just like goofy people doing goofy things and like really sad it's really tone. well paced which i did not expect yeah, it's with incredibly like well paced um, i can't believe they took again somebody was talking about how much of a feat it is to write a story where the entire two-hour movie plot is just one guy does not want one guy to talk to him right <laughs> that's that's the plot <laughs> um but yeah banshees of insurance if you haven't seen it it's a gorgeous film it's really well acted and huge it's, recommend yeah big recommendation scottish well we're no, we have that. Uh, we, we have we have been we told have, in the chat that it's well, oh, well, oh. our family is more Scottish. Like, okay, we're, we're okay. very like we have more Scottish. But you guys said the other day that we have some Irish somewhere in there on one side. I'm or like another. I could have sworn Banshees of Insurance no, was an Banshees Irish. Banshees of Insurance is very Irish. <laughs> we are more Scottish, but we are Irish. Scottish. Yes, but I'm pretty sure we got some Irish mixed in there too. Uh, but yes, Banshees of Insurance, uh, fantastic, phenomenal. So good. I've been. Like non-stop it. thinking about it if it wasn't for the fact that I've been non-stop thinking about a lot of movies lately because there's a lot of fantastic movies. so many good movies. movies this year. Um, speaking of uh, not good movies, though. <laughs> Up next, we have Don't Worry, Don't Darling. Don't Worry, Darling. The greatest movie trailer of all time. I don't sure know would love, Sure would love to catch the movie. <laughs> right? I want to see the I want to see the movie that was in the trailer, please. Can I have that one? Uh, I, I would watch the trailer for, like, the amount of time this right, movie goes on. I would just watch again. the trailer on a loop for that long rather than watching this movie oh, again. Because uh, <laughs> it's not good. Everything good in the trailer is all of the good stuff. That's all the in good the stuff. the entire movie. That's, they put all of the good stuff in the trailer and there was there's nothing else. All of the uh, other scenes are jokes. You've, They're deleted scenes. You've heard <laughs> you've heard about it. Um, it's bad. You've man. heard about it. Uh, it's not good. 
Harry Styles' performance, terrible. It's Florence. not, you know, it's not as bad as I expected it to be, but it's definitely not okay, great. Okay, Ruby, anytime, anytime he's doing any of the, like, the conflict scenes, he's like, but Florence, Florence, you've got to understand, I did this for us. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> he's just, a, okay, it's a weak performance, and it's a terribly written character. That's true. Um, have, but so it, it's like the worst combo. Reddit, Reddit, Discord, Harry Styles. That's the only, the only plus of this entire movie is that we have like grimy reddit harry styles that was kind of funny <sighs> it's bad uh, florence it's Pugh's just... performance is actually really good and it seems to have good ideas but yet literally does not do anything micah there is a movie starring chris pine and florence Pugh, and they have like two scenes together right and they're giving the two best performances <laughs> the it, two best we could we could go on about this movie for a long time it's got a lot of problems uh, it does it um, it's so bad it like the it, the logic of this movie makes my brain hurt it's, it's bad. It's, it's just not good. Um, uh, Micah, this is coming from two white guys with a podcast. We're saying, don't worry, Darling is bad. Oh, no. We're the demographic. We are the we problem, We are the Micah. problem. Don't Can't worry, Darling say? told me so. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, I, my, my, mine went, I oh no. I accidentally clicked back. No, uh, Micah. I don't have my list of the films Micah's that got I no didn't films watch now. with you. I'm going to try doing it not in the app, see oh, if yeah. that helps. Um, the next film I have up is See How They Run, which we went and saw in the theater. Um, it's Diet Wes Anderson. Diet, well, I don't know about that. It's Diet Wes Anderson. It has Wes Anderson's influences clearly on this director. Yes. It's like Diet off-brand Wes Anderson. <laughs> but clearly, like, yeah, the director's trying to do their own thing. They've just they are, clearly, yes. They have their own voice. They've been clearly inspired by the work of Wes Anderson. Tom George, you made a pretty good movie. A pretty great oh, movie, I would nothing, argue. Nothing's loading up. Um, it's got Saoirse Ronan. It's got Sam Rockwell. It's got uh, Adrian Saoirse, Brody. Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse Ronan, honestly, the highlight um, of this. She is definitely that. She's really funny in this. I really, it really kind of some of the best me. comedic acting. It really I've kind seen of bothers her. me, given stuff like Grand Budapest and everything. Like in these in these movies where she she doesn't get cast in comedies too act often. Yeah, but then she gets put in these comedies and given like two seconds. She's she's not in Grand Budapest hardly at all. And like right. again, see how they run shows you. And even in those movies, she I'm, gives such a good performance. She's yeah. such a good comedic actress. I mean, she's good in this movie. She gets a fair amount of screen time. I she's know, like I'm the just, main character. I'm just saying, like, she's such a good comedic actress. It bothers yeah, me that really most is. most comedies I've ever seen her in. Put Saoirse she's in, in more like comedies. Five that's what I say. Um but no, it's not the it's not the greatest thing in the world. It's a little sloppy here. It's a and little, there. little sloppy, a little shaky, little little over I don't know, not, I, I don't know what word I was going for. Like overblown, over self-serious isn't, self-serious isn't the right word, but it's something. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I think it's like, has these delusions of grandeur. It, yeah. It, and I really honestly don't, don't appreciate, um, some of its messaging in the end. Mm, it does yeah. this really weird thing it's that, weird. I, that I'm not a fan of. And see, I did miss something. I thought I did. Uh, but I gave See How They Run a 3 out of 5. Uh, I gave it a 4 out of 5. But I missed something because technically something came out before that. Uh, the Woman King. The Woman King. Uh, which I saw in theaters. I haven't seen Haley. it. I haven't seen uh, it. I'm sad. It was pretty good. It was not like the greatest thing in the world, but it was nice to see just like a like one of those like action Like a solid action movie. Yeah, like just a solid. It, that it, is nice. It wasn't see. connected to anything. It was just solid. It had it had great performances. It had some pretty solid action. The yeah. plot's a little weird, but I don't know. Like it's it's just, it's good. Like there's not much to say about it. 
I do want to see it. I'm looking forward to it. I give it a four out of five. Um, I watched another Apple TV Plus original movie, and also I think it's another A24 movie. Um, it's called Causeway. It's yeah, got um. That, is it? I don't remember. Yeah. Is it A24? Is what I'm saying. I think so. Um, but it's got Jennifer Lawrence in it. Jennifer uh, Lawrence. This is my favorite performance I've seen from her. It's got a really, really nice like style and atmosphere. Um, it's a very minimal movie. It's very slowly paced, but it's very nice and. I don't know. I, maybe maybe I'm just going crazy. Maybe I'm off the deep end here. But, like, I just thought it was really sweet and really fun. Or um, like, The Northman, four stars. Causeway, <laughs> you guessed it, five stars. Um, but Brian Tyree Henry is really great in this, too. He's He's been in a couple other things. This is way better than his role in Eternals, for sure. Um, but, yeah, it's good. I liked it a lot, and I gave it a five out of five. That's that's amazing. That's beautiful. So what came out next, Ruby? Next up, we have uh, the new Steven Spielberg film. We keep getting one. Stevie. Keep getting new Stevie ones. Stevie Wonder. And he's uh, probably the greatest living director. Maybe not. It's ar- It's questionable. It's arguable. It's up in the air. Um, but he, it's his newest film. It's called The Fablemans. Fablemans. It is kind of autobiographical, a little bit. Yeah, like loosely based on his on the story of his of his childhood. Um, and it's very very, it's very good. good. It's very good. <laughs> it's um, I honestly I don't know if I had to pick between Decision to Leave or The Fablemans for my favorite of the year. I don't know which. I'd pick. No, Decision to Leave is clearly clearly tops this. But uh, <laughs> The Fablemans really is kind of kind of like a marvel and like really it's phenomenal. It really is just a love letter to, stupidly enough, Spielberg's career, which which is weird coming from Spielberg. But like I genuinely, he's earned it, man. I genuinely <laughs> think like this is a really sweet it way is. to to kind of recontextualize his career, kind of examine the stuff that led him down the way he did. But I put it in my review, kind of how it kind of takes like something talking about how he feels about cinema and his like child childlike wonder he's always kept with his movies yeah and yet how much like trauma and past stuff he keeps with his movies how art tears family apart and yet how his family influenced so much of what he did in his career like it's kind of a movie like showing that that pretty much always is like split up into these two different things um and it's so it's so good I, I don't know. I really love, like, the character writing in this. Obviously, <laughs> I think it's probably good because it's based so uh, obviously on, like, real people. Um, well, well, beyond that, it's hard to make something based on real people good, and it's hard to give good performances coming from it's that. A, the, and, the characters uh, in this are very compelling, if which I, I was if not I had expecting. The, if I had the cast list able to pull up, I would tell you the name of the guy who plays Sam. Uh, mm. But he gives a fantastic performance. Sammy Fableman, like Sammy Fableman, perhaps and, the greatest protagonist saw, of our age. <laughs> I saw, I saw in praise of this movie, somebody talking about how the fact that he, like this movie, does not be like here you're playing Steven Spielberg, play Spielberg, be Spielberg. Um, it very much like you know you get engaged and you like the character of Sammy before yeah. it even ties anything to Spielberg. Uh, but it's Gabriel a, Gabriel LaBelle. LaBelle. Yes. He's phenomenal. He's in this. really, really good. And we also got like Michelle Williams, which does a good job. Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Paul Dano in like Paul the Dano. only movie he doesn't get beat up in. He gets emotionally, he gets emotionally shredded, beat up. Micah. <laughs> so maybe that <laughs> uh, but it's just a really cool movie. Um very emotional. 
rightfully goofy and kind of like over the top and self-serious but in a way that's kind of self-aware about itself and again i think very much playing into the themes of how you know spielberg saw movies growing up i will say uh Janez Kaminsky, I believe is how you pronounce his name, the cinematographer who also worked on West Side Story. <laughs> he's kind of he's kind of brilliant for real, because <laughs> this is one of the best shot movies of the year, and like Nope is here, and Decision to Leave is here too, um, so that's saying something. But yeah, it's 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 a magical movie. It really is, indeed. And I I I love it. I'm glad I kicked off 2023 watching that. It's good. I give it a five and a five. I also give it a five and a five. If you can, if you can believe it. Yeah. Uh, up next in release order, we have Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. What? Which is stupid that it's called A Knives Out Mystery. <laughs> Ryan Johnson also thought it was stupid that it was called A Knives Out it Mystery. Should just, it should have just been called it Glass Onion. Been, uh, no, it was going to be a Benoit, like a, like a, oh, a Blanc mystery or he something. Wanted he, subtitle wanted, he wanted He wanted that, like for them to be like a Benoit Blanc mystery or something. I kind of uh, I kind of want a Bond thing going on where it's but, just like the title of the movie instead of the But Netflix uh <laughs> Oh no, Haley found the sticker. Haley found the the chat stickers. Oh no. Uh but no, Netflix wanted it to be Glass Onion a Knives Out uh, mystery. So that when people search for Knives Out it comes up. Yes. Uh, ah. Thank you Netflix for cutting this out of theaters so fast when it could have been like your biggest money maker in years. Good job. You're making smart decisions. You know, I didn't go to business school. What do I know? What do I know? Uh, <laughs> Glass the- Onion. Theaters were begging to keep Glass Onion in longer. It's crazy. Glass Onion uh, is a very good movie. Very good movie. We got to see it in theaters, which I was excited about. We actually went and saw it with Haley. That was cool. Uh, but it somehow stands uh, uh, with the giant of Knives Out next right. to it. And one of the best movies of pretty the much, Pretty much, in my opinion, not as good, but pretty much as good. Uh, of a job just just as a movie it's yeah. crazy uh, i actually it's re- a little worse <laughs> I, re- I rewatched it the other night actually um in two parts i haven't logged it yet but i would i felt like when i was sick i watched it and then fell asleep yeah. and then finished it uh but like it really does pull off what it does really well yeah. somehow it's cultural stuff like knives out actually honestly a little bit better than knives out because knives out's cultural like references and stuff stick out a little bit more than this and yet somehow this like breezes through uh, like very terminally online stuff yeah. and makes it not the most cringe thing you've ever seen. Micah, it's the written by a, someone with a Twitter account movie. Exactly. <laughs> Ryan Johnson's a little too active he's on too, Twitter. He's too active on Twitter. Um, Take it away. Take it away from him. But uh, it really it really is funny. And I think the mystery is cool. It's not as good as yeah. Knives Out, but it's it's genuinely doing a really good job. It it's looks phenomenal. Good. The cast is great. If this dropped out of the blue, no Knives Out, I'd be like, oh my goodness, I need more Knives Out. Right. <laughs> you know? You need more glass onion, really. Well, but it's a Knives Out mystery, Mike. Well, it wouldn't have that if there was no Knives Out. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's it's great. I, I loved it. It's so much fun. Um, I gave it a five out of five. I gave it a five. It's definitely it's of it's on the weaker end, but it is it's there. I think. Uh, then up next, Wendell and Wild, Wendell which and we Wild. did we did a, we did an episode on. No, no, I thought we did. What's up with this? <laughs> it, I, swear I don't we know did what I don't know what you're doing over here, dude. I I don't think we did a Wendell and Wild episode. We didn't. What? <laughs> We were doing the Scream franchise. I just must be thinking of all the times we've talked about it because we've been doing so many What We Watched episodes. Yeah, Um, but it's good. It's solid. 
Um, it's not the strongest from Henry Selleck. I'm a I'm a sucker for Nightmare Before Christmas. Not the strongest from Henry Selleck. Not the strongest from Jordan Peele, who is on the screenplay. I like Jordan Peele as a co-writer. He's done a lot yeah. of like like the newer Candyman. He was a co-writer on. Which, I, I liked Candyman. Um, that was fun. But this was just like messy, a little all over the place. Yeah. Um. It just which Henry Selleck has a tendency to do. Henry yeah. Selleck is not. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's, he's made some classics, man. But yeah, he's made some classics, but he's not. His movies tend to get a little messy if they're not very focused. Um, And this one, it's touching on a lot, which I appreciate what it's touching on, and I think it does a good job of doing it. But but it's just very scattered. Yeah, it's kind of all over the place and doesn't really allow much development for its characters and much of an emotional core for the movie itself. Um, But still fun. I give it a three and a half out of five. Haley has claimed that Jordan Peele is the goat in the chat, so. But it, she used one of the stickers, so. Yeah, because she has the stickers. Mostly it's just been cat in box. Um, cat I, in box. Cat in another box. I gave it a four out of five. I thought it was great. But not like, whoa, you know. Whoa. 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 Um, I want to give a quick shout out to. Um, I want to give a quick shout <laughs> Quick shout out to Kate Berlant's special uh, Cinnamon in the Wind. It's very good. Uh, and if you like comedy specials or Kate Berlant, go watch it. <laughs> you know, I gave it a four out of five. She's in Don't Worry, Darling. <laughs> Don't Worry, Darling is an insult to Cinnamon in the Wind. Cinnamon in the Wind isn't even a movie, and it's better. <laughs> it's so much better. <laughs> uh, then what, Rebby? Then what? Then I, 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 I did a whole Shudder trial thing. A lot of these independent horror movies I watched on Shudder, but I got to see the new VHS uh, entry in the VHS franchise. Um, it's called VHS 99. It's a horror anthology film and it's fun. It was good. It was the only VHS film I've seen up to this point. So Haley, Haley is now depicting the plot of Nope via <laughs> stickers. We have it's a monkey good. with a hammer. I don't know if that's actually a little loading thing or if that's like maybe the sticker, a guy <laughs> trying not to look and then like a really scared guy being like, oh, this is Haley's description of nope. Um, okay, favorite segments from 94 or 99 um, were Ozzy's Dungeon and Suicide Bid. I wonder which ones the directors of Barbarian did. I don't remember. I feel like Suicide Bid might have been one of theirs. But I don't. I could, don't quote me on that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, what did we watch after uh, that? Micah? After that, we we you you have a blank screen. Oh, we have smile. <laughs> smile. That's smile. why I threw it to you. We went <laughs> and watched it. At the, I just didn't know if that was the next one. Uh, smile. We went and watched it in theaters. Just, uh, in theaters. just just me and Robbie. It was fun. Uh, it was very fun. Like it was it was probably one of the most fun experiences I've had with a horror movie right. in theaters. It was it was very um, tense. It's I liked just, it. It's, it's goofy. It's, it's stupid. It's plot's paper thin. Its plot is kind of uh, dumb. Its plot's so dumb, but, but it's like, a really fun movie fun. with like some goofy horror and like a really fun creature design. I wish they would have used it more. It's a different uh, kind of fun than Barbarian. Otherwise, yeah. I would compare them because yeah. like they're they're Barbarian about the same quality. Smile, I yeah, think. Barbarian and Smile are on similar similar quality Barbarian's levels. A bit better. <laughs> I would. I, I mean, I also yeah. agree. Barbarian's a little bit better, but they're very different in their like goofy horrorness. Yeah, Smile. Um, great movie barbarian's like oh and smiles like <laughs> gee <laughs> yeah smile smile is it's a little intense i will say i was happy i was pleasantly surprised it was kind of a bodies 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 situation where i was like this could be like really terrible um given it's like kind of weak 
like whatever yeah. premise, but it was fun. And I mean, and I mean, it's a it's it's a horror movie mostly built on jump scares, which can make <laughs> it kind of weak. Um, I don't know. It's got a it's got a real sinister energy. Yeah, going. but it's but it's got it's a good. lot of it's got a lot of really great like atmosphere going throughout, yeah. where you're genuinely like on edge for most of the movie, even yeah. though it's mostly jump scares. But just like the, with the way they use their premise, it works pretty well. <laughs> Um, I gave it a three and a half out of five. I gave it a four out of five. It was cr- wow. pretty great. Pretty great. That's crazy. I lo- like like Micah said. I just that that extra little bit is probably just for the little uh, monster at the end. Oh, I wish they used that more. It's so, it's so cool. It's so cool. I need more cool horror things. <laughs> just be cool. More Literally, just make cool monsters and put them either, into a movie. Either and I will go watch it. Two things I want from horror: <laughs> either a really cool slasher, i.e., Scream. Or a really cool monster. That's it. Like the Babadook. The Babadook isn't even that good. <laughs> the Babadook is so great. Haley is praising the car window scene from Smile, which is a great scene. I love that scene. I love. I see see Haley, and I wasn't even that scared during that scene though, because like I that's in the trailer, so I had seen it that jump scare. Like that jump scare. Times. That that is the scariest part of that. But trailer. I love I love the way the neck like actually like it bends swivels, around. like it, it like breaks off because like pendulum. Because I was about down. to say because so I great. thought it was supposed to be like somebody's neck like breaking off and swinging down, but if you look, the neck actually like extends. Around it extends and, and then wraps. Falls. like it falls. pendulum falls down it's, it's so, great. so cool i, I love, love that. that that jump scare is so good <laughs> um all right um i guess next up is werewolf by night it's one of the marvel one shot things or whatever marvel disney plus presents which is interesting marvel because they really one-shot. they really are trying to make you not think, like they, they, they put marvel nowhere on this no disney anywhere on it like they know, they were like this is our this is our one that's going to be not Marvel. This was their experiment on that whole different genres all under the umbrella of the MCU for some reason. And it's not that great. It's directed by Michael Giacchino. He's one of my favorite people working in film today. In and terms of music. I watched, <laughs> yes, uh, I watched the documentary for this and it was really sweet. I would actually recommend the documentary about the making of Werewolf by Night over Werewolf by Night, which is a little sad, but <laughs> it's really, the documentary is really sweet. But Werewolf by Night has its problems. I feel like we talked about it for a pretty substantial yeah, amount it's, back it's on just, that what we watched it's, episode. It's just like... It's half-baked. It's... It's just aesthetic stuff thrown on top. It's like the most bland monster thing you've ever seen. That's not even like a monster movie where they slapped black and white and a analog filter over it to make it kind of look like an old movie. And they're like, ooh, werewolf by night. We're doing something crazy here. It has no, no aesthetic, no story. Nothing about this has anything to do with classic monster movies. Yeah, um, which is a shame. I want, I had a high hopes. And it's it's just kind of it's okay. It's yeah. it's got a big it's got a pretty bad tone problem too. Mm, uh, yeah. But anyway, I give it a three out of five. Moving on to a much uh, better campier. What did you give it? Right? Oh, I gave it a three out of five. Uh, much better campier movie, uh, the monsters. The monsters, which, which we, we did, we did do, do an, an episode, episode on. on. I swear. <laughs> I swear. I'm gonna be like, no, one. we didn't. Just delete it from everything. <laughs> we did an episode on this, guys. <laughs> Uh, the monsters. I thought it was great. I loved it. Um, it's all. It's really funny and fun. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I liked the cast. I liked the production. It was a crazy Rob Zombie movie, Who'd especially coming from Rob Zombie. Uh, I give it a four out of five. I also give it a four out of five. Uh, 
Um, then I watched Hocus Pocus 2. Uh, it was better than Hocus Pocus, which I did not like at all. I'm really surprised, because Hocus Pocus 2 looked really bad, and I've heard nothing but bad things about it. Okay, Hocus Pocus 2 Hocus is Pocus. just... Hocus Pocus isn't that good. It's not even Hocus Pocus Two it's isn't pretty, even that pretty good. bad. It's not even that good. It's it's a fine movie. Hocus Pocus is pretty bad. Hocus so. Pocus. See, that's the thing. Hocus Pocus Two, not bad. Hocus Pocus, kind of bad. <laughs> sorry, Hocus Pocus fans. Out I'm there. sorry. Hocus I'm Pocus so really sorry. Kind of sucks. I'm so sorry to anyone who loves Hocus Pocus. It is not my thing. It is kind of just the worst. It's really painful to watch. <laughs> um, it's a fine movie. It's just like everything about it. Like, it's crafted just fine, but, like, everything about it, I just isn't, I don't like it. Except for the kind of fun, cheesy aesthetics of it. Um, but, yeah, I gave Hocus Pocus 2 a 3 out of 5. Amazing. Uh, and cool, quick shout cool out to log. the Mad God Gulag, because it was the cool. Ghoul log. The Gulag. We still need to watch that, uh, the Adult Swim. Adult Swim Yule, Yule log. log. A little different, I guess. An actual movie. <laughs> actual movie. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Uh, then up next on release order, we have Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo. Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo. Uh, super, I watched through every single Scooby-Doo movie that, last year, and this was the this was one that I was kind of nervous about, because it was the newest one, um, and I was actually really pleasantly surprised with what they did with it. Um, I think it's got really creative animation, fun story. It like really feels like it kind of like a breath of fresh air for the Scooby Doo series up to this point because like the last two or three years of Scooby Doo movies have been brutal. Yeah, I was about to, I was just gonna say this is infinitely better than Scoob, <laughs> like so much better. Like like not even just Scoob though. Even the other ones are just like they they've gotten so bland and samey and also just not funny. Yeah, and this one is doing something unique. It's got a cool new character. It's funny and its animation looks good. So I wish they had a bigger budget for the so animation because like, it could have looked gorgeous and it just looks cheap. pretty great. It looks cheap, it looks cheap. Unfortunately, yeah, the, I like the art direction uh, a lot. It was fun. I like the characters. I like the story. It was it was a good time. It's yeah. fun. I give it a four out of five. I also gave it a four out of five. That's so crazy. Um. Then I watched Aqua Teen Forever Plantasm, which is the new Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. No one cares what I have to say about Aqua Teen Hunger Force. It's the new, the, the finally new misogynist movie. <laughs> finally new misogynist movie dropped. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Certified misogynist core. <laughs> right? I feel like if you're mis super misogynistic, I don't know, would you would you like Aqua Teen Hunger Force? I think you would. You think so? Because I think you would take the jokes, like, straight up. You think you think you would just, like, not see that, like... That it's making fun Master of Shake for... is the worst person alive? Like, yeah, you, you think you'd think it would be, like, that they're just you're making like, finally, jokes. You're, a like, finally, a real that's, man. That's so hilarious that he would do that like a real man master shake he's finally finally a strong man that we need in our media is master shake. <laughs> Ravi, you're gonna get taken out of context <laughs> there's gonna be clips everywhere finally the real man we need <laughs> oh gosh uh, uh yeah plantasm it was fine it's pretty much actually it's a bit better than what i expected um because i kind of thought it would be bad <laughs> um i bought the blu-ray for it um it's it's an amazon satire movie uh, via aqua teen hunger force even even so, aqua, it's fun to, to that Haley. even aqua teen hunger force is a little bit more base misogynistic than Fight right Club. yeah the status quo <laughs> of aqua teen hunger force like there's like no women in that entire show except for like prostitutes well, and like not they're, they're not characters <laughs> yeah they're always fight, dressing fight or again. jokes fight club or... is specifically about yeah like 
toxic masculinity. Aqua Teen Hunger Force is like, haha, look at these idiots. It's a comedy. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, you're supposed to be laughing at the these three dumb roommates who are happen to be mystery solving food. Um <laughs> But anyway, enough about Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> in the comparison to Fight Club. In the, in the many parallels to Fight Club, such as misogyny. Um, but yeah, I gave it a 3 out of 5. It was pretty good. I liked it. I was about to say, we're on the home stretch here. We guys. are. We're on the last few. Here we two, go. two hours and 30 minutes in and we're almost done. Uh, up next, we have My Father's Dragon. The, latest, the latest Netflix original movie. Not actually. The latest cartoon saloon movie cartoon is what I was going to say. Saloon. It's a Netflix original uh, we uh, love it, we love some cartoon saloon here on recently Lost. It does not touch the Irish trilogy, but no. literally what touches the Irish folklore trilogy. Right. The folklore trilogy is so good, <laughs> but it's still really cute, and I just love their animation style. Great vocal um, cast on this one. Yeah, you got Jacob Tremblay, Tremblay, uh, the kid yes. who the kid who voices Luca in Luca, Disney Pixar's yes. Luca. L Luca, <laughs> it's Luca. <laughs> uh, and you also have uh, Gatton. Mart Martizaro? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, something like that. Anyway, uh, Dustin from Stranger Things. Yes. Which I was kind of nervous about, but he gives a pretty fun performance here as the titular dragon. Actually, there's a, there's a, the, the entire side cast of this is actually pretty good. Yeah, you got love uh, to see it. You got what's her face um, from from uh, Patterson. Patterson, too. yes. And I really love her. She's really great. Um, and yeah, like it's 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 not it's not the best thing in the world. It's not but the it's best. Cute. It's but fun. it's very cute and it's very fun. And the animation is pretty. I love the animation. It always it's it's, it's still cartoon not, saloon. It's man. still not as expressive again as the Irish trilogy, but it's not going for that. This is a no, storybook. It's a different. It's a storybook movie. It's a storybook adaptation. So, it's a different art direction entirely. Yeah. Very cool. Go watch it. Support this yeah. studio. Go watch. Go watch you. the cartoon saloon movies because they need money. Please. I, I will I will cry if Cartoon Saloon shuts down and doesn't put out any more movies after this. I don't think they'll shut down. I just yeah, I just want them to put out. I want them to have the budget to put out more movies. I need I need them <laughs> more money, Micah. Uh, up next, though, I give it a three and a half out of five. I gave it a four out of five. Up next, we have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. We did an episode. We did a whole episode on that was we our did last an episode, episode on it. That's crazy. until we accidentally took most of December off. <laughs> Whoopsie, Whoops. sickness and family. Whoops, uh, we did. But it. Yeah, Del Toro's Pinocchio is pretty darn great it's and fantastic. pretty fun actually, and you should watch it. And if you've seen it before and weren't a fan, you should watch it again <laughs> and give it a second chance. Go. Listen. It has it has its problems, but it definitely has its problems. I think it's phenomenal. Definitely. I gave it a five out of five. I give it a four and a half out of five. <gasps> Crazy. Uh, next, I watched. Um, Yes, here it is. Falling <laughs> yes, for Christmas. The return. It's a Netflix original. Lindsay Lohan Lindsay returns to cinema. Lohan. Uh, and again, I, yes. All I all I ever have to say. The thing I have to say about this is I hope Lindsay Lohan is doing okay. Hope she's, hope she's hope doing she, good. Hope she having a good life. Yeah. Because yeah. not a whole lot of her life has been that good. So right. Her return to acting, not that good of a role. Not that good of a movie. It was all right from what I watched of it, but I only it's, saw like two scenes. It's not that bad. It's 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 not bad. It's oh. just you know it's 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 a Netflix original Christmas movie. It's like the quality of a Hallmark movie. Um, Dang! But and, you got Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, she's not. She's. It's really. I don't like her in that role. Is it? Is it like she's a bad playing, role for her? She's playing like a rich, like pampered person who loses her memory. And it's just weird. Mm. She doesn't. Her performance is weird. I, I don't know. Okay. I gave it a two out of five. 
Ooh. Uh, next, I have Christmas with You. Christmas with which You. Again, I missed weird, the first five minutes of it, but I watched the rest. Weird coincidence. <laughs> also a Netflix original. It had been 10 years since Lindsay Lohan was in a movie. And in this movie, we have Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie and Prince it was Jr. 10 years since he had been in a movie. And they both returned in rom-com Netflix original <laughs> Christmas movies. Christmas with You is um, a Netflix thing? Yeah. Oh. Uh, but Christmas with you is a lot sweeter. It's sweet. It's probably it's it's, it's a little better. It's a little, um, it warms my heart. It, it's really it really is a sweet it's a sweet movie for a return to acting for Freddie Prince Jr. It's cool that he returned for his kids. Yes, that's pretty sick because he literally stopped acting because of his kids. Like he wanted to raise his kids. Good call, um, probably. <laughs> Just watch uh, the Fablemans. It's a good call. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I've always been a really big Freddie Prince Jr. fan. It's laughably bad about the music industry like it's just the music industry is laughably incorrect here oh you're just saying like poorly represented yeah, yeah. Like it just is, is ridiculous to me because we were we could not stop making uh, fun of the fact that she's like a five-time platinum album that was really funny artist. and they're like i don't know this this new up-and-coming this, artist if you don't you, give me a new album you don't give them a new album you're really not bringing much to the studio i'm like what are you they're gonna drop about? you man what are you talking about this label she got you five platinum albums. That's insane. <laughs> what are you talking about? She is the in-universe Beyonce. <laughs> well, Mike, actually, Beyonce exists I in know, the movie. I know Beyonce exists in the movie. But again, they literally talk about how, like, this doesn't happen to Beyonce. So I don't understand why it's happening to her. Right. Because they're like, we need a Christmas song or you're f- off the label. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I don't know. I love Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, He's fun. But I give it a three out of five. Um, all right. And then we watched, uh, uh, another film after that, if you can even believe it. Whoa. Uh, how did we fit so many films into one we're, year, we're, Micah? We were watching movies. We were watching so many movies. This wasn't even the, how many movies we watched. This is just how many <laughs> movies we watched from this year specifically. Wow. We just, we explained it all again. Uh, but it's an Apple TV plus musical uh, called Spirited. And it has Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds Octavia Spencer, and yes. Patrick Page, and, and many others. And, and Who others. directed it? Uh, it is directed by none other than the Sean Anders of Instant Family and Daddy's Home. <laughs> Haley, Haley no. has put in the chat. <laughs> this just in no, Micah finds saying, out Beyonce exists. Beyonce exists in the movie because they reference Yeah, Beyonce. inside inside the movie Christmas with I was you, saying they reference Beyonce. Because I was saying she she's like the in movie Beyonce in terms of her apparent success in the movie industry. I mean not the movie, the music industry, and yet Beyonce in universe is not having any issues. And yet they're like, We need a song or you're off the label. Um but yeah, spirited, it's it's a musical. It's pretty good, um, but not great by any stretch. It's very shaky, very shaky, uh, and it would have worked a lot better in just about every way if you put it on the stage instead and, of on the screen. And, and <laughs> casted singers instead of... instead of. Luke made a good point uh, when he was watching Spirited. He messaged me. He was like, Neil Patrick Harris would have been a much better fit for... <laughs> Ryan Reynolds' role in okay, this. Okay, okay, but he DM'd me and said, "With if Neil Patrick Harris was in this, it would be a five. Ooh, no. And no, like, no, 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 no. No. The screenplay is not there, dude. The screenplay is not that it's good. Fun. It's fun. It's fun. The music's not that good. The music's not that great. It's, but I actually pretty, really like, I like how they shoot the musical sequences it's pretty, in that. It's pretty okay. Yeah. Like, it's not bad by any means. I gave it a three out of five. I know some people who hated it, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't see, I don't get hating it, but like, it's not good. Not really all that good so 
Yeah, I don't know. I gave it a three out of five. Um, all right. Uh, a couple more things to I round wa- us out. I watched a Christmas mystery. Christmas mystery. Is the ne- no, it's a HBO. No, I don't think it's an original. It's just a movie. <laughs> That's crazy. It's just a movie. What are we doing in this what? day and age not having an original streaming service what? movie? <laughs> that doesn't happen. A uh, Christmas mystery. Christmas mystery. Uh, there's a mystery for Christmas, and what? these kids have to solve it. That's my Christmas present? A mystery? Uh, there's, like, Lame. these magic bells. <laughs> there's, like, these canonical oh, magic yeah, I caught Santa the, I caught the last. Bells. I caught the last, like, 20 minutes and, of like, this or something. Like, outside of them being these canonical magic wishing bells. They're actual magic. Which, which does not make, like, outside of that, making it a quote-unquote Christmas movie, not a single element of this has Christmas because anything could have been stolen. Uh, and it would be exactly It's just a same. MacGuffin, Micah? It's just a MacGuffin. No. It's not magical. No. <laughs> it literally is so weird. Uh, I give it two and a half. It's not bad. It's just, it's a random Christmas movie. Uh, but yeah, two and a half out of five. All right, fair enough. Uh, and then after that, we turned on the... Ooh, sorry, I ran out of breath there for a second. The Guardians of the Galaxy. The Guardians of the Galaxy. A holiday special. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special uh, with Mantis and Drax and the whole gang. The whole gang. The whole gang. It's pretty fun. It's fun. It's, it's shot kind of bad for some <laughs> the, reason. The cinematography is just so bland and blah. And, like, the lighting and production and quality is kind of bad. I don't know why. Um, but the script is it's, fun. It's cute. It's the performances cute. are fun. I like some of the depth it brings to the characters. I, like, like, I think it's it's just, it's pretty fun. I like Mantis-centric stuff. Mantis is I'm a good. sucker Mantis for I'm a sucker for the Mantis. <laughs> what can I I'm say? I'm a sucker for the Mantis. <laughs> <laughs> She's a fun character. She's, no, she is. <laughs> She is. <laughs> I was trying to imagine a worse way to phrase that. Right. I don't think there's a worse way. Uh, I gave it a three out of five. It's pretty um, fun. Yeah, I also gave it a three out of five. Uh, I love you, James Gunn. Keep making stuff. <laughs> uh, next up, I watched Dar- Darby and the Dead. Darby and the Dead. Um, I think I saw part of that, it's too. It's a Hulu original movie. Hulu. Uh, see, Robbie, if Hulu. I watched something without you, I just assumed that it's some original movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's funny. And it was fine. It's kind of weird. It was quote fine. It's it's a Disney Channel esque movie, and like it it just kind of hits that bar of quality. Uh, but like it's it it's pretty okay. You got the girl who voices Moana in it, and I like. Hey, oh, she's cool. Um, I think. <laughs> I think she's. Cool. And you got the sneaker guy from Sneakerella. He's he's, hey. he's back. But not making sneakers this time. What's he making? He's seeing dead people. Whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> making lifelong memories is what he's making. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty fine. Uh, cool. I gave it a two and a half out of five. Interesting. And then what, what did we watch? The, the newest 2022 the newest film we that we watched was Avatar The Way of Water. The Way of Water. Yes. Uh, which I want to do an episode on, so it's not, it can't be too crazy. Okay. Right. Um, grab your snorkel, grab your 3D glass. Glasses and go watch The Way of Water I love because it's one of the of best. Of the year. We watched it IMAX 3D <laughs> opening night. Yeah, baby. it was such a great experience. So um, I honestly think it's kind of better than the first Avatar, even though there are uh, maybe maybe I've never. I want to see it again. I've never maybe. been the biggest fan of a lot of different elements of Avatar. I think I like the setting of the first. Avatar We did a whole more. episode on Avatar. And, go watch it and like the plot of the second avatar more <laughs> but i really like the characters i like the it's, it's absolutely gorgeous like yeah. it, it's beautiful best love, vfx on lock i love the real. time that they give to everything i love the time that they <laughs> like like they let it just be beautiful and brilliant right. and really get you into the kind of 
vibe that they're going it's for, so which cool. I know is some people's complaints with the movie because like there's not much of a plot and it's <laughs> three hours long. Right. It's all um, it's all just like small little arcs for it's kind of big cast, honestly. Yeah, I was about to say the first hour is really kind of catching you up to where they want the actual story yeah. to start. <laughs> Although I, I think if I'm remembering correctly, he shot this and three at the same time and then yeah. like half of four something like yeah that. some three's like already that. shot because because the, the kid the child actors were growing up too quickly yeah you gotta <laughs> but that, that that's just crazy to me which it, it makes a lot of the like plot structure of this make a little more sense but i'm looking forward to the but next no, one they, and i yeah, loved this, this gets one. me super excited for the next avatar movie it yeah. was genuinely really beautiful really emotional really fun really exciting really well shot well directed well acted yeah. sigourney weaver oh, like 70 year old it's sigourney really weaver well shot oh my goodness it's really well edited too my goodness it's, it, it's a technical masterpiece, but I don't know if I totally loved like what it was doing on a screenplay level yeah. all the time. That's really the only thing I would complain but, about. Uh, but no, dude, watching <laughs> IMAX 3D is truly an, a, a, like a great experience. It's fantastic, um, yeah. And I'm, I'm very interested to see how it will be watching it like on a normal screen in a normal setting. I'm look, I'm really looking forward to revisiting it. Um, I yeah, really loved it. I give it a four and a half out of five. I gave it a five out of five, honestly. I gave it a four initially... And then I, I, I don't know, I thought about it a little more. I'm like, okay, what's actually wrong with it? And then I I bumped it up. <laughs> but that is that was what's our actually, year. What's wrong with the Norseman right? Okay. <laughs> I, I don't connect to the it doesn't matter, but <laughs> we're gonna do an episode on the Northman, probably. Anyway. We're doing uh, that was our twenty twenty two. Yeah, that was our twenty twenty two. Uh just before we end, I also wanted to quickly just say what our top five for the year was, just Ooh. in order. Ooh. Uh I know we kind of alluded to we could even right. do ten if we wanted to. Just uh, just sure, quickly just want to. saying the list since all we right. just talked about all of them. Uh do you want to go first? Sure. All right. Uh going from do we want to do ten? Well, yeah, we can do ten. Alright, all right. so in number ten we have the Batman. The Batman. Uh, number nine we have the Way of Water. Uh, at number Ooh. eight, we have Everything Everywhere All at Once. Very nice. At number seven, we have Glass Onion. Nice. At number six, we have RRR. Ooh. At number five, we have The Banshees of Inshiran. Very good. At number four, we have The Fablemans. I like it a lot. Number three, The Northmen. Nice. Number two, Nope. And number one, Decision to Leave. Decision to Leave, baby. That is, that is my... Got the current. urge to applaud a Decision to Leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, if it pulls some Oscars, I'm going to be so happy. It needs Oscars. Give it Oscars. Give it Best Cinematography right now. This is this is a threat. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're already top ten. Top ten. Um, the list I have on here doesn't include the Fableman, so I'm gonna slot it in. Um, in one of these spots. Uh, number ten, we have Elvis. Uh, number nine, we have the Batman. Elvis was number eleven for me, by the way. Uh, Glass Onion is eight. Uh, at seven, we have Top Gun Maverick. Uh, we have Kimmy at six. We have <laughs> the Banshees of Inshiran at five, and this is this is where it gets tricky. Um, I'll say RR at four, and then Nope at three, Fableman's at two, and Decision to Leave at one. That's <laughs> and where's the Northman, Rappy? The Northman. Tell, tell the audience. Northman is number. Tell the listeners at home. It is number seventeen in reference to that list. So, 
but it's phenomenal. It's a great movie. Don't give Robert Eggers more money. Give him, make him, let him make movies. This was it. He made, this was it, Revy. This was it. He made two movies and they ended up being kind of successful. So the studios were like, okay, we'll give you lots and lots of money. Go make a studio movie for us. So he was given a studio budget and then. Uh, the wow. Banshees of Ed Sheeran, Haley says in the chat. <laughs> and then That's funny. and then they were like, oh, we don't really want all that. So we make it make it more acceptable. And he puts out the Northmen and it flops. It flops it, so hard. It man. loses money. And Robert Eggers is like, I am depressed. He's going to be in director jail for a little while. Yeah, he, he lost he lost the budget to be able to make Nosferatu. I don't think I, I think that project got officially canceled. I wanted to see his note. I was so I was so much because, more pumped for his Nosferatu you, movie because you didn't <laughs> go see at, the Northmen. Why is he pointing theaters. at the viewers? Because you <laughs> gave you it. You didn't go see it either. No, yeah, but because you didn't put it in your top ten. Oh my goodness! This the studio this. the studio heads are like scrolling through. They're like, "What did Robbie give? We should give money to more this, people. What what should we this do?" This is why Robert Eggers. Nosferatu isn't happening. <sighs> it would have been great. It would have been. It great. Wasn't 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 uh, wasn't Robert Pattinson going to be in it? Uh, Nicholas Cage was going to be in Nicolas it. Nicholas Cage was going to be in it. Well, no, um, he's doing a different. No, he's doing a different vampire. Movie oh right, he's he doing Nosferatu. Reinfeld. Reinfeld. I don't. Remember I thought. I thought they like they had talked about maybe having Robert Pattinson be in it. Maybe so, because they had worked before on the Lighthouse. That's true. Um, but yeah, that, those were the movies. Those were the top movies. Those Go watch Decision movies. to Go Leave. Go watch Decision to Leave. Go watch all of the movies in yeah, our top 20s. Check out, check out the content Go before on you our check out any of these movies. Yes. Make your own decisions. A Please. lot of these movie uh, Decisions to Leave. Most of these movies are, like at our top, are rated R. They're rated R for um, good reason. For good reason. Check out the reasons. Yes. Evaluate your life choices. This is like the first year where we've like seen a bunch of R-rated films. It's very strange. <laughs> yeah. But uh, some very good movies. Very good movies. Very excited. Yes. Uh, There's some great next stuff week, this year. Next week, I think we're doing our most anticipated for this yes. year episode. We're going to be going over the, uh, the 2023 releases that we're most excited for. Yeah. So tune in for that. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to our live stream. Yeah. Thanks to everyone who popped and, into the live stream. Um, uh, chat along. Have yourself a mic and I was the official brand tie-in. <laughs> I got I got Tic Tacs over here. They're not nearly as good as Mike and Ike's, but nope. They are the they're the lump of coal ones. So I don't know. They're weird. They're cherry flavored. So. Cherry flavored. Uh, but yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening thanks or watching for listening or, or watching. however you're consuming this. Yes. Thank you for everyone who tuned in live too. Oh, and thank you for a prior best season so far, season four of Recently Locked. It was great. Yeah, we've uh, our channel has performed a lot better. Season five starts next week. Season five. We've Look been doing forward this. to it. We've been doing this for a little bit. <laughs> for five years, roughly. Not quite, but close. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you guys in, in the next one. Goodbye. <laughs>